0: to the stand. we have a special edition for you covid 19 edition i have adrian senior coach enterprise coach here joining me in the studio how are we going adrian today good good fun day to be here we're uh interesting we're, topic very we're, relevant we've implemented some social <laughs> distancing rules here as well sitting yep. eyeballing to eyeballing yeah it's not just because i think you smell but uh you yeah, do smell. I do. But, uh, you know, I can use the the
1: social distancing. i it's to help keep that uh, social distancing. If I stink like shit, no one will stand near me and I won't yeah. get COVID. Yeah, so. 100%. Joke's on you, mate. All oh, right, man, so uh, what's been going on? Yeah, not much. Um, yeah, I, I just think, uh, you know, interesting topic. The stuff that's really not being shared is um, a survival guide to self-isolation. Not many people have been through it before and I've experienced it a number of times.
0: Oh yeah, because yeah. you were you were in the army. I mean, we've spoken about this on podcasts before. Yes, you've been in submarines, no? No, no submarines. No submarines. No, nah,
1: naval ships. Are about oh, it was about ten days, but ten days on a uh, naval ship is about six months in the real world, because <laughs> it's fucking horrible. Um, <laughs> I mean, living in a space of like ninety people, it's like five bunks. Yeah. Imagine a well, I imagine a submarine just being submarine, there, Yeah, they're weirdos. Another no, they're submarine. not right. Yeah, that's not right. It's You've not good Isolation isn't good. What are they
0: called? Ones in submarines? Submariners. You've met a few submariners? In yeah, the time? I met one guy who
1: transferred and I, I worked with him and he said, yeah, they're, they're fucking weirdos. It's a horrible job. Hated it. I imagine it would be.
0: Because yeah. they're not big, aren't huh? they? Nah, it's small. Just, it's a tube at the bottom of the ocean. It's horrible. <laughs> there's no. There's, there's no, no view, light. No there's light. No, no view. No view. Yeah. No cable TV. No, no cable Wi-Fi. Up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that. That. That's isolation yeah. taken to another level. That is. Uh, yeah. They're
1: probably the best people to go to. Them and astronauts. They're probably the top. Like down below and up above. They're probably the best yeah. people
0: at it. I mean, if I had to pick one, i would definitely be the astronaut yeah. or the submariner. Submariner, submarine in filthy. the ocean. Just That's that just, just doesn't. There's nothing like, about that. that sounds fun. Yeah. At least as an astronaut, you can look outside. You can just supposed just like a bunch
1: of Reese's too. It's not like you know <laughs> nice people living under there. You're just feel like a bunch of Reese's crammed
0: in a <laughs> big can. Weird, weird people. <laughs> huh? <laughs> yeah, in, in a can. <laughs> be like baked beans, but humans inside. Yeah, exactly. The, the can right. instead of beans. All righty. Yeah. So what? Uh, lay it on me, Mister uh, Isolation. What What makes you an isolation expert?
1: Well, I'd say uh, probably the the whole the two deployments I've been on make me an isolation expert. Two deployments. Two deployments. When the, when so was the uh, deployment well, first one. one was East Timor. Right. Um, so that was six months, but that was three months. Then I had a two week break where I came back to Australia and then went back for another three. Right. Um, so in that those spaces, I mean, we <laughs> probably lived in a building no bigger than this one for about uh, 30 people. Wow. So, and uh, our beds were back to back and the only separation we had was a like mozzy dome tent right and that was just to keep mosquitoes out so and you were
0: sleeping alone washing alone cleaning alone well you're know, all
1: together but it's i mean we're all isolated <laughs> in that one like we can't just walk out the front gate okay you know what i mean it was all in that barracks so were you guys like i just had visions of like you guys playing monopoly and Honka yeah 100 percent. it was yeah. just like you know it was board games it was uh being board games
0: being you know what I mean, just games. like you
1: just end up coming up with stupid shit an environment where there's you know so many uh mid 20 year old males right. it, it's gonna be like no a females pretty, uh no we had no females at that base right. and two at my one in afghanistan uh, one was a cook and one was retail, And that was about 90 people at the one in Afghanistan. And that was even more isolated in terms of we just didn't move out as much. So when you that say base. isolated,
0: you weren't necessarily isolated as you as a person because there was 30. No, other not as a around. person, but it's but but you're, you're still isolated living a confined space. Confined space, yeah. Yeah. no Netflix, no <laughs> internet. No, no Netflix. Like these streaming
1: services weren't even a thing then. And the uh, in uh, no East Uber Timor, Eats. there was no internet at all.
0: Yeah. Food, food was very limited, no cafes. Yeah, no
1: cafe. The food was what we got given by from the cooks. Right. Um, and uh, food in Afghanistan was awesome actually because they work on a budget. So it was like we got lobster duck all the time. It was fantastic. It was unreal. Lobster duck? Yeah. Wow. So you have a budget and you just we just asked the chefs what we wanted and then they would just get it. Wow. So they'll just send boxes of Snickers, boxes, you know, we had lobster would come through when it was fresh enough and – Yeah, roast lambs and things like that. But, again, it was a structured meal timing. You didn't get to request what you had. How many meals a day would you eat? It would be three sit-down meals. So breakfast we would cook ourselves in Afghanistan. So we would just help ourselves to the kitchen and cook a few (laughs) eggs. A few of us would get together and make a
0: so, so. What, what similarities in isolation have you gotten from – because I mean, I don't know, uh, my end, I kind of feel like it's kind of different. You're isolated, yeah. but it's almost different context, whereas here uh, you yeah, yeah. – I'd say same, same, but different. Okay. So you don't have the
1: freedom to go outside. In Afghanistan? In Afghanistan right. or even in East Timor. Right. It's like, you know, it's, it's a reporting system of going outside. You just don't go walk out the front gate for no reason. Uh, the fact that you are – So you don't really see sunlight? No, you do see sunlight. So it's not an enclosed base; it's just pretty much a sectioned off area in the middle of the desert in Afghanistan. Same ours was like an old, rundown bank with just barbed wire around it. That was well, our base in East too So you one. could go outside to get sun, but it'd be in this very yeah exactly right. Sections. And this it would just be like going in your backyard right. essentially. Gotcha. So it's just like the same area for five and a half months in Afghanistan.
0: So there's there's fuck all there. Like there's nothing to do. Really, there's,
1: noth- there's nothing there. We nothing had and do. this is where like you you started exactly right. There's like. There's just no no freedom like the same restrictions that we have now. The biggest ones I find that will be similar is people who do live with housemates and partners as well. How much living in close quarters with someone can actually affect you. So That's probably the one thing that people don't realize how if this goes on for a long time, How that's going to play on people.
0: But again, I'm going to say that it's different living with, say, a significant other or your housemate who you've lived with, say, five months you get to know compared to living with, let's say, 30 people who you kind of know. Well, you you know these people
1: better because you've done this before.
0: You know what I mean? Like in my –
1: the guys in my section, like we slip in the same room. Right. You know what I mean? We, you, we trained together for years. I knew these guys for years. So you could call these guys up now today and be like, hey, what's going on? You still yeah, have a I do that every them? now and again as right. well. Yeah. And it's just like, hey, what's happening? It's like you, you walk into them in the street and it'll be like, hey, what's, you know so what I mean? Still, be like,
0: they're still pretty good friends of yours and all this kind of stuff. Yeah,
1: always. And it's just like, you know, you might not always be in touch, but there's always still that connection. That I'd imagine there's some the people
0: who, in, in that group, there's a couple that you never want to see again as well. Yeah, 100%. And that's, and it's the way
1: these things go out of control. And it's like, I'm you know, always reflecting back on that. I'm like, how did that go so wrong? Cause it seems like when you look back at it now, it's like little things that m- like just snowball. Do you have an example? Uh, oh yeah. I've, I have a great example. This was uh, in particular to probably uh, someone that I worked very close with over there and, um, You just, um, one of the biggest things, and I would say is that you notice when someone starts to become, it might not even be, I would consider selfish acts. So when you don't do things for the greater good of everyone in your environment, when it's a confined space and everyone's living out of the same space, you really start to resent that person and start to see all their flaws. And then they really start to piss you off. So I've seen it
0: explode in uh, horrible
1: ways. So for an example, I know. So, so
0: for example, maybe um, there's four kilos of chicken and I want to eat six meals a day. So I have three of those kilos in one day. Let's just say for instance. Yeah, exactly and right. And everyone's like, man, you just ate three kilos. We only got a kilo. That's a self Exactly act. right. Now, yes. Yeah. yeah, okay. And it'd be okay.
1: as simple as even not like, you know, cleaning up after yourself. So he doesn't take out the rubbish enough. Right. Kind of thing. It's like, well, why am I always taking out the fucking rubbish? This guy's never taken out the fucking rubbish. You know what I mean? It's just yes. like, and it's just like something you just don't think of normally when you're living just constantly in each other's space that it's like, that's really starting to piss me off now. Yes. And it's just like, and it just kind of like snowballs into your complete resentment for someone. So back to your example. Uh, Probably the biggest example. So this one didn't happen to me. This happened to a guy I know at another base while we're in Afghanistan. When he came back to Australia, he heard a noise on his car and took it to the mechanics and he found a clamp on his brakes. Now, this guy was not easy to get along with. He was a pain in the ass. And someone even post the deployment resented him that much, they went to the Tried to kill him. Tried to kill him. Tried to kill him, him, putting a clamp on his brakes. That's how much they pissed him off. So that's what I mean, living in Ice Nation for five and a half months if you're constantly on top of someone and
0: not giving them their own space. I don't know if you – do you follow Esther Perel? No. Esther Perel is a psychotherapist. She specializes in relationships. She has a TED Talk called um, State of Affairs or Rethinking Infidelity. She's written two books, basically talks about couples, infidelity, all this kind of stuff. And she was saying that (laughs) – uh, crisis of any sort and isolation in these instances is a uh, accelerator. So people, who you, what you're going to see is more divorces, yeah. more people getting engaged, 100%. more people getting married and more people having kids Yeah, because there's this whole thing of why wait? We're in isolation. Why, yeah. why wait? What are we waiting for? Let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. And I've seen all those things in both deployments like guys while they're over there, big
1: purchases while they're over there, like guys buying boats before they get back. <laughs> You know what I mean? it will be like, you know, it's just like, you know, and that's like, we're not going over there to be self-isolated. At the time it was in the midst of a war. So quite understandably a crisis situation. You know what I mean? So it's like, there's that going on outside. We're not really thinking about the self-isolation part. It's just something that needs to be managed. And it's like, we didn't prepare for that. We
0: prepared for the war side of things. So was there anything that you had uh, being over there or even like this time around with COVID do you, do you feel like there's anything now that you're like, oh shit I gotta I gotta do that. I gotta um
1: Yeah, well, it's like things I didn't think of doing like I've never thought I had to do action at the time. It's just the, the habits I started picking up again. So it was like the the one main thing was just like the the routine of what you could control. So the routine of what we could control over there was fitness. So number one, everyone had their own, everyone like even guys who didn't work out when they were back home started working out. And we're seeing that now again. It's like now the parks are actually busy. People are running all over the place. Parks like nightclubs. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Everyone's picking up their fitness activity because it's such a good stress release. It's such a good distraction. And it's even a better way to break up your day. And the difference between there and here, what I found is because people are working from home more, particularly clients, giving them the structure to actually end their day. So whereas most of the time I've been, um, I train in the morning or mid-morning mostly, but now I'm training at the end of the day and I'm suggesting clients do, they get up, do either their walk or run some sort of cardio in the morning just to get things going. Then they get into their daily routine of work and then they have a point of the day where they do their workout. So that signifies the end of the day. So it's just like, you know, you're you're actually separating it. So they're not always on their laptop and not always, you know, engaged with work. It's very good. And then after the workout they can after do after the
0: workout it's family time, it's, yeah. you know,
1: self development time, personal Yeah, you know, That's just...
0: almost that almost explains my day. I haven't really struggled at all with isolation. I mean, I, I have realized about myself, I do like people more than I think I do. Yeah, I'm like, oh, you know, I can go away and whatever. I don't need people, blah, blah, blah. But actually now I've found that actually, you know, I, I do like coming into enterprise and seeing everyone saying hello and just having that personal interaction. i yeah, realized how much I hate people. This is great. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's just like, it's hard to look at you right now without getting angry. <laughs> well, it's like that, that Chinese proverb about how when a happy dog walks into a a house of a thousand mirrors it sees a thousand (laughs) happy dogs staring back at it and when the sad dog you walk into the house and a thousand <laughs> mirrors. It sees a thousand sad faces staring yeah. back, you know what you put out into the world, you get back. So I have I've a just, thousand mirrors at my house, so I'm always <laughs> smiling, so that's fine. <laughs> you know, that guy's really good looking.. Oh. Hello, oh, I yeah, love hello. <laughs> uh, no, but on, on a serious note, uh, I've noticed that I actually do in, uh, value quite a, a lot. Uh, but you know what I've been doing, and it's funny, uh, people, I think in times of crisis, in times of isolation, they revert back. To their comforts. And I think mm. I've very much reverted back to my creativity of let me take on a big problem. So I've actually started writing a book. Mm. I'm 24,000 words deep and uh, doing some interesting stuff there. But I start my day, I, I write and write until the point where I just can't focus anymore on what I'm writing and my writing starts to turn to garbage. Then I get up and go train. So, about 15 uh, minutes. Nice, nice. Yeah,
1: no, but I think that's a good way to do it is being task orientated, not time orientated as well. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you've got, you can, you know, you're not fixed having to travel through traffic it's like, all right, I'm in the mindset to be able to do this right now, say write programs for clients. I'm in the mindset to do these calls right now, do those calls, you know what I mean? And it's able to be task oriented instead of just like hour oriented So ISO King, what else you got? ISO King, what's next? Um, yeah, the meal structure as well. Yeah. That's a big one. So people at home now, it's like, oh, I can eat whenever I want. And then they don't eat or they're eating too frequently. It's actually still, it's the best time to get on top of having
0: a structured meal plan. So what would your... What are your recommendations for that? Whatever works for you. It's like when you wake up. Then but whatever you- works for you is the opposite of having a structured plan.
1: Oh, but I mean, it's just like, you know, in terms of timings. Okay. I would say have the times. If you want to have five meals a day, you want to have four meals a day. If Because you're not moving as much, you want to do three meals a so day. So
0: Basically, the way you just pretty- do it is, yeah, I'm going to wake up at seven o'clock. I'm going to eat at, at breakfast yeah. at eight o'clock. I'm going to have my uh, mid-morning meal at... 11, Eleven. Yeah, exactly 30. right.
1: It's like I, I know the way I do it is I'll, I'll set my first meal timing and then base it off hours after that. Yes. And usually I, I let it flow into having the the family meal timing at around
0: five, and then I usually have something after that before. That's um, a really early dinner. What's that? Five o'clock. If, yeah. Well, I start cooking old, at five. The, the old the log one coming is out of you. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah, oh, the little
1: one we get him like heavy, It's pretty much five o'clock is Nate's routine. Yeah. And then that's like a next hour and a half until he's.
0: You make the pasta (laughs) sauce. Yeah, yeah. I did make tomato sauce the other day. I fucking knew it's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Tomatoes from my dad's garden. There you go. (laughs) There you go. Um, So we've got we've got routine. You got what times you wake up? You got your meal time. What else we got? Yeah. So the routine
1: one's covered. The other one is uh, being kinetic in this time. So, Ooh. this is the one that interests you. You like this one. I know you're going to love this
0: one. we played with some kinetic sand. So, but yeah, I actually, well, I have some. <laughs> it's <laughs> fantastic.
1: <laughs> um, Mercy as all hell. So, kinetic is uh, the concept of it is uh, basing off the, the law of physics, is where it's like something's traveling with enough momentum. So, initially, you want to be kinetic, you want to be traveling with enough momentum that little things don't bother you. But it also means that with something that an outside force that is really powerful and crosses your path like the COVID crisis, we can't resist <coughs> that. So if you're trying to resist what's happening right now, mm. it's going to fuck you over in the end.
0: Right. So
1: what you have to do is go with that force and then change your plan with it. Right. So it's either have enough momentum that little shit doesn't bother you, it doesn't get mm. in your way. And then it's like when something big enough comes along, like COVID. You know
0: what visual metaphor I have for this right now? What? Yeah, have you ever seen the movie Tron or Tron Legacy? Yes. It's like Yeah and you wh- gotta, and, then, and then like so you're coming exactly towards me. Right. If we if we go directly into each other, we're gonna like yeah. can we game get some over. Tron clips up we're, here? Gonna, go, we? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're gonna go Disney go, would v- just v- shut that shit down no, We can't do.
0: <laughs> that that's that's the visual metaphor is exactly right. Uh, I, you've got to go with like it or yeah, you're just gonna tron. fucking crash and explode. Yeah. What'd you call it? Kinetic. Kinetic. Yeah, we'll yeah. change it to Tron. Tron, the Law of Tron. Law of Tron. Of Tron. Of, Tron. <laughs> of Tron. So be be Law of Tron right now. Yeah, be, implement Law of Tron. Be, <laughs> be
1: kinetic. So it's just like, and it's, it's it comes to that part of like humility with it as well. So it's like I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm just gonna tough it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna, gonna grind go through, through the it, wall. Fucking go straight yeah, through that yeah, wall. Yeah. No, you're just go gonna the end wall. up, gonna up gonna coming game off the over. Right. It's
0: game over. Exactly I do like it. I do like it. I You love that one. Yeah, it's really good. Be kinetic. Yeah, Tron. It's just it's just that thing of you know picking your battles. You know, yeah. it's, it's, you know, what it is more than that, you know, there's this concept that you're very familiar with from someone who we both love, which is um, Jocko Willinks, uh, the whole idea of extreme ownership. Yeah. That it's like, you know, uh, everything, I'm responsible for everything. Yeah, yeah. But also when you say that I'm responsible for everything, there is on the flip side of that, well, actually, you're not responsible. Yeah. For, yeah, like, it's, you're not yeah actually, right. it's not. You're not that good. You know, it's yes. like the world doesn't spin because of you. You know, the, you did not make COVID nineteen. Yep. You did not do this. Like you're actually not that good. So, taking a step back and go, "Oh, maybe, maybe fifty percent is me, but yeah. the other fifty percent, I—that's actually how I respond to it." And yep. I think the the kinetic aspect of it is letting go of some of those things and um, not dismissing yourself and dismissing responsibility, mm. but realizing there's that outside force that you just you're not going to get through that wall. So you've got to yeah. be like Tron and make that deviation and this is that that whole this is the whole part and this is a big one that plays
1: into that and this is the consumption and spread of information as well so it's like around this time and this is the exact same things that i see when happens when we're overseas Is like oh we're going to be changing this we're going to be going home at this time oh the battlefield space is changing there and it's like until i hear it from a source or, you know, a commander tells us this is exactly what we're going to do on this date, then it doesn't exist mm. at that point. So it's like, it's like you know, they, you hear a lot of reporting in the media. Is the Swedish model better where they open everything up and let's go for herd immunity and just suffer the losses now? Or is this better? It's like, well, most of us are not in a position to make that change. So there's not much we can do about it. No. So if you're resisting, it's like, no, nah, you know what? We should be doing it this way. We should be doing it that way. Getting on, you know, your keyboard and just, venting your frustration with scott morrison it's like well this is a policymaker's time to be under stress that's a stress that we actually can't control it's a
0: stress we don't have well, to deal with you know it's interesting you say that because the way i approached this was with the same philosophy and thought process where is i want to be doing evergreen activities now do you know the term evergreen no. so evergreen basically like if you talk about in marketing right um let's say for example you did a post on how to get fit in COVID-19, right? Okay, yeah. If you did that post, then it's only relevant for right now, yeah. right? The minute COVID-19 over, it's done. So a lot of what I've seen, a lot of businesses, not just fitness related, but they're doing a lot of uh, you know uh, temporary situational yeah, things. Yeah. And I thought to myself, you know, this will pass. I don't want to do, like I could spend my time doing a lot of situational things or I could spend my time, doing a lot of evergreen things. And that's what led me to the conclusion of actually start writing a book. Because if I write this, then this is gonna last me for 10, 15, 20 years. I don't have to redo that because of the situation at hand. So yeah, a hundred percent to your point, uh, evergreen, like until you hear it from the commander, controlling situation, my mind frame has been create evergreen content, create, be evergreen So, learning new skills, learning, uh, you know, whatever it is. At the moment I'm actually learning about, um, have you seen Masterclass? Yes. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's that's awesome. pretty good, man. Like, yeah. uh, I'm listening Always get to ads for them. Chris Voss, I'm yeah. listening to his stuff. It's awesome. You're, you're doing the masterclass? Yeah, sure. yeah, Chris yeah. Voss with Chris Voss. He's awesome. really good. My last tip mm. for isolation
1: is just being kind. So this is the part of the whole not being selfish thing as well. Wow.
0: Yeah. I don't know if you've ever been kind to me. So I'm, I'm interested. Tell me <laughs> well, more. I was,
1: I was directing this towards you,
0: Mark. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> so if you're
1: um, – <laughs> If you're so oblivious to you not being kind, you're probably the problem. <laughs> just don't worry if you have a clamp on your brakes soon anytime soon. <laughs> All righty. Well. Um, uh, being kind. Try and be kind particularly to those who you live with. Yes. Um, do something kind for them every day.
0: What, what are some kind things that you've been doing?
1: I don't know. Like, you know, just helping out.
0: Struggling to come up with that, is there? Yeah, I know. It's just, I've got
1: to <laughs> just really self reflecting. You saw here. it on
0: a coaster, you thought, oh, yeah, big kind. That's good advice. I'm going to put it in my notes. Don't be an be nice. asshole. Yeah. Just don't be an asshole. Just don't be an <laughs> yeah. asshole. Yeah, make someone dinner.
1: Yeah, make mm. someone dinner. Yeah, cook for someone. Ask them how you can help out. Do the washing. Don't be prompted to do something. You know, yeah, clean up after yourself. Hundred um,
0: percent. Particularly if you're living in self-awareness that Self awareness. Way. Just self really yeah. yeah, exactly awareness. Other aware. Self aware. Exactly right.
1: Everyone's kind of thinking this. Oh, self isolation time. I get to work on myself a lot yeah, me, more. Me, 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 me. No. Don't you've got to think Obviously. about the people, particularly if you live in a close proximity with them. So it's like it's not. It's about your little community at that time and how like you you can improve that space around. When you, when
0: you look back on the time you spent at the base, where there's some kind people there,
1: yeah, and some assholes too. And again, sometimes you're going to be an asshole. Sometimes What's you're going to be kind. What's the kindest
0: thing at the base someone did for you?
1: Um, geez, I don't really thought. I don't know. I just think some of the the stuff we did together as well. Like one time we went out on a patrol and we just made like damper bread together over a fire. Oh, like that was just cool. Like it was just a fun memory. Yeah. I was just sitting around. But sitting no around one made it for you? Shit. No, well, they kind of did. They just knew how to make it and they made it for everyone. Oh, wow. So you know did. What I mean? that is awesome. You now it wasn't like I'm making my own damper bread or we'll yeah. do like, you know, uh, you know, big cook sessions of just like, it would just be like pasta and spam. Just whatever we could get our hands on that wasn't ration packs. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Nice. I hope you're enjoying this episode of The Wolf's Den brought to you by our good friends at personal trainer mentoring.com. So if you're a personal trainer looking to level up your business and career, head over to personaltrainermentoring.com. They have a free $500 gift pack ready and waiting for you. A digital gift pack that contains a free course all about how to screen and assess your clients. The course is over two hours long, gives you the ins and outs of screening and assessment. And also included in the pack are three eBooks, all on how to make more sales, get more clients and basically get better results. So if you're a trainer, head over now, personaltrainermentoring.com, leave your details and get on the fast track to success.
1: Mental health. What do you want to say about mental health? Well, what do we want to say about mental health? Um, I think everyone just needs to be aware of it at the moment. This is going to be a very trying time. Like you said, uh, we're going to see probably higher divorce rates than ever before i think i
0: think the question is i think the question is you know the bigger question with mental health is is it worth locking everyone down for the risk of mental health I yeah that's a hard one because it's like we don't because it's,
1: it's do the you un, take death the, now with that that might be a problem but this is a
0: problem right now it almost so, certainly will be a problem. Yeah, it certainly
1: will be a problem.
0: But it's but like, to what extent? Do you
1: do you think that that I don't think will cause more deaths than what this virus potentially will, or the stress
0: that's put well, on the health system? If you look at suicides per year, was it you who told me that they underreport suicides purposely? Yeah. Someone was telling me they underreport suicides purposely because if they report the actual true numbers of things like suicides, it becomes almost a normal stat, that a prompt yes <laughs> in, in some ways like there's a yeah. there's a herd oh well it's not that bad kind of thing and then it, it it exacerbates the problem further because someone was saying like uh it's like nine a day or whatever and then yeah. if you speak to train drivers or whatever like it's one of the most common ways that people neck themselves yeah. is jumping in front of a train yeah. so um i mean no doubt Well,
1: if we even put it in a, in a statistical point this isn't a good point in um it was the guy who wrote sapiens mm. so in his, his second book he throws out a few stats and considering how people always thinking like, oh, this is the worst time to be alive. Everything's getting changing. Everything's this, where everything's always been changing. Um, In fact, he kind of points out that it's the best time to be alive. But one of the stats he throws out is that in terms of conflict and war and murders, you're more likely to die by your own hand than any other type of violence in the world. That's including every type of uh, like war, conflict,
0: murder. So he includes like uh, car crashes.
1: That, yeah. No, no, he's, he's more to like the if like someone killing themselves more in terms of harm. Right. So you're more so likely to statistically is way more than a homicide. Yes, way basically. more than any. It's yeah. more deaths than any war,
0: any homicide. Way more. So, so on the topic of mental health, and I, as I what, my question I was trying to get out. You're was, saying this could lead to more. Well, that's a big what if compared to what's actually happening. To destroy the the, the economy the way it has, to destroy people's jobs, to do all these things, you're you're putting people like there is on one side, the economy issues, there is mental health, there is the on flow effect of that. And then you have COVID-19. And as you said, it is a what if and trying to put all of the things into a philosophy, a working philosophy. And then one needs to make decisions from, well, which one actually poses the greater risk? Is it actual the disease or is it the flow on from the disease? I think in terms of like a, a policymaker and this is what we
1: see now. Um, obviously, like, you got to think how politicians work. They're working on their next re-election. Yes, Is it of easier to take, like, do the thing now that saves lives and think of, like, because you can, like, put the mental health aspect onto it's an indirect cost. cost. Yes. So it's, like, it's not directly linked to self-isolation. You can kind of spread that out and it's not going to all happen at once. Whereas if, we do no, if they do nothing now and heaps of people are dying as yeah, a direct so result by, of COVID. By that
0: rationale, you're obviously going to go after the COVID-19. Yeah. But this is, I don't know if you saw, I don't know, I haven't paid much attention to like what they're doing. You're saying Sweden, they've changed the model. Yeah, that. Sweden,
1: they're just going, they're pushing for herd immunity. Yeah. So the idea is they're, leave, they're only protecting the elderly who are at most risk. And do you putting know how that's going? Lockdown. Terribly. 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 They're, but they're looking at that they're assuming long-term that there'll be less
0: death. Okay.
1: So per million, they have the is most it, deaths in the world at the there, moment.
0: Is there a, a end date of when they're gonna like? Well, there isn't. Hey, eh, I don't think anyone does. Like, yeah. I mean, they've just, they've just left it open. But did you see what happened in America, talking to mental health as well. Have you seen the the riots? And oh, the- it's chaos there, though. I don't. I just think there's it's, so. It's almost like they're just like, too like, big a country.
1: Yeah. It's like yeah. I just feel like it's too big. There's too many different opinions out there. Oh yeah. Um. I think number one, they're probably too entitled. Like it's like- When you say entitled, what do you mean? I mean, it's just like, I have the right to be out. I have the right to be getting my hair cut. Well, well you and know it's what? They're, not, I, I, I they're, love they're the so self
0: absolved I love the sign that I saw. It's Lord, give me uh, liberty or give me COVID-19. I was like, wow. Like that's one way to look at things.
1: Yeah. I, I just, I, I think
0: the people who are
1: protesting just don't have a, a community mindset. It's a, I think it's a very selfish mindset. I think it's like I'm I'm okay with that person dying than uh you know what I mean than me sacrificing a few weeks in isolation. Well I think
0: I think what this comes from is is the mistrust of information that gets spread. Yeah. I, I think the
1: way they deliver it has been horrible as well. Well,
0: I mean this has been a problem. I mean the thing is if, if the information if we had information that got disseminated that was correct, people would be a lot more okay with it. Yeah. But because a lot of the time is science is a new religion, yeah. right? People are wanting to, to say, you know, look at this, you know, Trump is the antichrist or Trump Trump is a new savior. Yeah. Oh, these really super polarizing ways to look at things, people, they don't know what to believe. I think, and because of that, they're like, "Well, fuck it," you know. The mm. numbers, are, uh, the numbers are wrong. The numbers must mm. be wrong. I drove past my local hospital, and no one's in hospital. Therefore, yeah, yeah, they're not. Yeah. I think if they actually saw evidence to the fact, yep. there would be a lot more believable. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Maybe I don't want to think. I don't want to think people are that selfish to go, "Well, fuck, fuck everyone, right? Just don't worry about." You know, I, I got to get my haircut, yeah. and that person can die. I don't want to believe that. I, I think it really is more to the fact that the information that gets spread. Or you're like, oh, this hospital is barely empty. Yeah, yeah people yeah. are believing that yeah. oh, this hospital is empty. And, and then I think there's they've evidence. had a
1: massive issue of that of where people are like, hey, there's, there's no one in this hospital and it's been in one place. It's like, no, we're doing that. That's fine now. It's like here. It's like our cases are nowhere near the rest of the no. world.
0: Well, we and only and have. it's like, is, is that a result of us being in isolation? Well, I would say yes. It's, it's no, no I disagree with that. I don't think it's a result of us <laughs> being in isolation. I, I think it's a result of Australia being a extremely spread out country like we are a big country. Yeah. We're huge. So we could isolate what happens in Population Victoria? density isn't a problem. No, yeah. it's not. So, I mean, look at Europe. Europe's had the biggest, one yeah. of the biggest problems, right? Well, because people live on top of each other. Yep. You know, there's, there's, the idea of having a backyard in Europe is, is you yeah. know, somewhat laughable. But in Australia, if you don't have a backyard, then you haven't reached the true Aussie dream. You know, a backyard yeah. is quite a normal thing for, for most Aussies. But, I mean, is there a link in us with cases
1: from when – because we had the, the foresight because it's obviously gonna come here Yes, And this is
0: where Scott Morrison and the Australian government have done a terrible job. I I think personally, because, okay, you see this typhoon of issues that are coming a a mile away as we did as Australians, shut the airports, done, shunt international travel. And instead, how slow to the party was Australia? Yeah, I think it was, let's yeah, let the Italians 100%. in yeah. because of the Grand Prix. Now, yeah, yeah. what the F1 team ended up having it. We let what 13 people from the F1 team who had it and spread yeah. the disease. We I saw this coming a mile yeah. away. I think that was a mile a big, away. Yeah, I think that was again, that was probably something they were trying to protect
1: the economy. They didn't want to jump the gun on it. Well, real good job now, now was, having yeah. closed everything.
0: You're fine. They all right now. Well, no, we, like, our economy is yeah. going to suffer yeah. and it's going to suffer in a big way. Yeah, I mean, it, it'll uh. But at what cost? You know what I mean? It's a, the cost of life. But, but when you look at Australia, right? So all of Australia, we've got, I've wrote it down, uh, 6,000 on, oh, it's on your piece of paper yep. over there, I think. What is it? Six oh, six 6,600. 6, Here, give me my yeah. stats. Yeah, I'll give you yours. So my, my stats that I got today, as we've done the podcast, we've got what, 6,687 cases of COVID-19 in all of Australia, right? And then there's... Uh, 5,273 cases that have fully recovered, which means there's only 1,414 cases that are still out there active. Now, if we lock down for another two weeks, then potentially all those cases are going to be And that's what we're looking at. We're doing it as a periodized time where it's like, you know, we'll assess it in the next three weeks. But but with that said, I suppose my question is, you know, the idea behind this was not to stop the virus. The idea behind it was to flatten the curve. Yeah. So the curve is, is flattened. Yeah. So the idea that let's keep the kids at home, let's close all schools. Well, even that's, where that's in the another low- thing.
1: They're slowly going to start reintroducing kids to school now. So my wife being a school teacher, they initially got told, and this is like, I just don't think anyone knows what's going on. Well, it's because we're kind of learning on the fly. And this is where I was saying, just rely on the policymakers. They'll make the decision because we're not
0: in a place to make a decision. Yes, but what happens when the policymakers are incompetent?
1: Well, what are you going to do about
0: it? <laughs> well, well, I don't know. Become That's a, politician. a good question. Become a do, we, politician. Do, do, do we need to right. protest? Do, do we need to protest on parliament and make our voices be heard more? I mean, well, it, but it, it goes hand in hand with the Australian attitude of she'll be right, mate. She'll be right. No, she won't be right. No, but I mean, it's just like, what's attention. the protesting going to do? Well, potentially change and push the policymakers to- Yeah, to, but then to, then I think civil
1: re- unrest is probably yeah. a, a worse push-
0: Well, there already is
1: civil unrest though. Nah here. No way. No one's protesting here. Well, you know
0: what they did do? Do You know what they did do, which I think it would have been a very different outcome if they didn't do this. Construction hasn't shut down.
1: Yeah. It's a good time to do construction. Think about
0: all the men in construction, some of them having, you know, some pretty rough backgrounds. Now, if you put all those men on their asses and said, you know, you guys aren't going to earn it. In fact, you guys don't have a job anymore. You're in unemployment. I think there probably would be a different outcome of this. I think there would be civil unrest because you'd have more people who aren't tolerated. Yeah, potentially more, more the disagreeable union people. structures. Oh, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think so. More people would just be out out yeah. and out. It, more people who are more likely to get enraged. Yeah. But I think it is a good time to honestly ramp up construction because
1: no one's out and about. There's no disruption to the public. Everyone else is isolated. Oh, but hang on.
0: The construction workers can still pass on COVID-19 to each other. Can they not? Yeah, but if they're in, you know, if it's, I mean, it's, we're trying to limit most of the social interactions. Okay, but then you can so make an argument it- for accountants and then you can make an argument for lawyers and you can make an argument for just about any well, industry. It's, bit, it's just a big... Well, I mean, accountants can work from home. Construction workers can't build a, a building from
1: home. Wow. Accountant, you have Excel and an internet connection.
0: Well, yes, that's, that's... It's true in theory what you're saying, but also the argument it's is about in life. social isolation in though. No, but the argument is about social isolation. Yeah. So... We, we give How a free pass working. to the, yeah, well, <laughs> well, at the end of the day, there's what, 1,414 cases in all of Australia. Yeah,
1: and that's a good thing. That is a good thing. Because we
0: self-isolated. The, the, the curve is pretty flat now. Yeah, so think, and you look at it, it's like, okay,
1: we've just flattened it. So that was that first block. And it's like, all right, this did work. Let's just push a little bit on the side of caution Give it another two weeks, see how it responds again, because we know, and again, that video I showed you before, but you can have it weeks. for two weeks.
0: It's more than two weeks.
1: It's just three weeks, a week fudge factor. Let's throw that in there as well.
0: Okay, so, so May, it's 11th. May
1: 11th. May 11th May eleventh rolls around. May
0: 11th, we can start spitting in each other's mouths what, and licking doorknobs. Probably
1: not that far as well. <laughs> I think that's what they're, well, they're gonna start reintroducing kids slowly. We've got to start slowly opening things back up. We have in China, everyone shows up to the same national park on one day, then they have to shut it down again because too many people were there just to even go on the- Well, that's what's pathway. gonna
0: happen though. How are you gonna stop
1: that? I think people will be How are you on the side that? of caution
0: because we're I, seeing it happen around no, here. I think there are two types of people here. I think yeah. there are those, who are like, this COVID-19 stuff is all a bunch of bullshit and I'm just going to go out and yeah. rock it. And then on the other side, you have the people who are like, oh, COVID-19, I'm never leaving the yeah, house again. Yeah, will
1: be enough people to kind of slowly ease them back in because eventually
0: those people will come around to yeah, it. Yeah, but the all or none people, if you're in the 50% of the group who are just like, whatever. Yeah. then it's 50% of the people th- not doing they're, it, they're, they're going out. They're going to yeah. go get something and, and spread it. Yeah, but I
1: mean, if we've now flattened the curve, that shouldn't be an issue though. Wow. Now we're kind of like, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I mean, I just don't think no one like this is, again, this has only been like research only started coming out on this in January. So there's been like, I think over something like a few hundred pub- papers now published in it. And, and so it's like, we're, this is very new. Like you think of everything else we deal with, usually research takes years and years. Years now and we're years doing, it's and years. Yes. And this us. is what
0: concerns me about the V word. And no, not vagina. <laughs> <laughs> all are <all laughs> usually afraid of them. <laughs> <laughs> vaccines. Vaccine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, geez, um, we're going to get this topic. Now. Oh, I feel like we need to. It oh. needs to be said. It needs to be said. What what's wrong said. with them? Jab oh, up. It's fine. Jab up. <laughs> man. Oh, I, I, I feel like you just said, right? Yeah. You said something very pertinent. Uh, it, it's new. Yeah. Right? And the research that needs to be done. So the idea of, you know, let's get this vaccine out and you know, put some restriction, social restriction like yeah. they've done in schools where kids aren't allowed to, you know, essentially be in school unless they get their vaccination schedule up to yeah. date or whatever it is. You know, what if they pass a bill? All right, you can't fly unless you've had the Corona vaccine. Okay, so now you're going into like some sort of nanny state. Well, we already are Isn't in a nanny, we nanny are? state. Yeah, are we yeah I wouldn't say that. Or oh, now at the moment, it's just like, we'll, well see. Uh, cor- from a corporate side, corporate Australia point of view, so, we are in a nanny yeah. state. We've got unions, we've got HR. We've got, oh, you want to fight? Oh no, we've got minimum wage. Like we are in a nanny state as far as I'm concerned from a corporation point of view. And that's why this problem started in my opinion, in the first place, because what did we do to, to combat the nanny state? I'll tell you what big companies did to combat the nanny state. They went to China where there is no nanny and they pay guys in two cents an hour or two cents a day. And oh you're tired, oh you died at your desk. No big deal. Let's just get another fucker in here to do your job. <laughs> that's the opposite of what you get. You get somewhere in the world where there is absolutely no regulations and they treat people like filth. Yeah. So I'm not saying, you know, so, that's the answer because it's certainly not. Yeah. But over-regulation- That's the model we run at Enterprise. Like. <laughs> and don't you forget it Adrian. Don't you fucking <laughs> just forget it. Into
1: the ground I'm gonna burn you to the bone. <laughs> Next.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate you so much. <laughs> um, it's fun how we can, we can joke about this. And, yeah, um, joke. <laughs> so uh, that's, you know, one of my ideas actually was to get like microchipping inside your hand and have like a keyboard. Oh yeah, like, it right doesn't to surprise shock me. you and just. <laughs> but anyway, I digress my point being, thanks for derailing that yeah, one for me. No, but the nanny state, the nanny state is, is a very real thing. I mean, it is, isn't it? I mean, I just don't, I just, yeah. Who wants that much control? Like, I mean, again- Well, that's my point. We don't want that much control. We don't want our government saying, you know, you have to get a vaccine to fly. Oh, no, I don't think it'll go to that point. I don't think it'll go that far.
1: No, I don't think it. like,
0: yeah. Well, okay. People said, get the idea of getting rid of cash wasn't going to happen, right? So Australia, if you spend over $10,000 in cash on something, your name gets flagged on okay, a database. Now, $10,000 is very easy to make $5,000. And then from $5,000 very very to make $2,500. Okay. But wait, we, uh, we, we and I've heard people in finance, I've got a friend who's spoken to me about this, about I forget the exact term around negative interest rates or negative uh, interest gearing. So basically instead of the, the economy, and, and it, what he's saying is almost panning out exactly, is the idea of getting rid of cash while uh, the, the economy is in such a bad way that instead of the government bailing out the banks, We, the consumers are going to bail out the banks and you might ask, well, how are we going to do that? Well, all the money, let's say you have savings, right? Let's just say you have, use round numbers, $10,000 in savings, okay? Instead of you earning at the moment, you earn interest on that savings. So you might earn 2.5%, you know, years ago, we'll say 5%, 4%, whatever it is, right? Instead of it being 2.5%, you'll be charged 2.5%. To have your money in the bank, Gotcha. which then what that does is it encourages spending. So no one holds on to money anymore. Let me buy that, let me buy this. So that's what's gonna reinvigorate the, co- the, the economy. Now to do that as well, well, very conveniently in, in many ways for, for the for the banks of the world and the government. So you think that was the idea of them people, trying to get rid of cash? People are scared to use yeah. cash now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what well, the Australian, the Royal Australian Mint has gone on the record to I'm say- I'm feeling
1: like a tinfoil hat situation. So hang on, hang on let me on, finish yeah. my
0: point right before we put tinfoil hats on. Yeah. Jesus the Christ. Royal Australian Mint <laughs> has yep. also put up on the record and yeah. said there is no evidence whatsoever that we should stop using cash. Mm. Right? They're the opinion that we can still use cash and cash is not spreading. Sorry, can I jump vibes. in for a second? Yeah, okay. Are you
1: offended by the idea of not using cash because you're a
0: wog? <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Your, you, got, yeah. hey, you should be too you should be <laughs> outraged right now. Your last am, name's Ferrand. I'm Faranda. tapping
1: in every single, I'm tapping on my watch. I'm tapping on my phone. I don't even use
0: cash anymore. Someone tried to hand me cash and I, I didn't even know what it was. Really? Man, <laughs> you were one of those new school wogs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but look—the idea of, of cash. Well, the reason I'm not I'm not either for or against it. I'm just yeah. simply saying, like, this is the way it is. Yeah. Right. This is this is where we are going. So when I say that, uh, you know, ca- the idea of a cashless society ten years ago, five years ago, was something that you would say, now nah, that that can't happen." But today, I can definitely hey, see it happening. We we. I mean, you can absolutely. Well, People aren't accepting cash yeah. in the stores, right? I, mean, I went to go pay with cash the other day, and they're like, "Oh, sorry, we don't accept that here." I'm like. Fucking serious, it's cash, man. Yeah. Um, we well, got to either pay and all this kind of shit. So, I mean, we're not we're not too far from that. Okay, let's say in ten years, you can see it happening. It's a reasonable idea. And you think they'll start charging us to hold money in the bank? Possibly, if the economy <laughs> gets bad enough. That 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 is one solution, and this is where that's a big like- what if. And I just think it's not like. It's not even necessary to worry about. Here's the thing. I don't want to put on the tinfoil hat. I'm certainly not conspiracy. It is conspiracy. so on. You're like, you're I'm so shiny. I'm not, it's not on. a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> but I think with COVID-19, what has happened is maybe, you know, I think there is one school of thought, which I kind of subscribe myself to. Vaccines through. have microchips. It, no, that's not it. <laughs> that this was a fuck up in, in you know, Wuhan. The, the virus was man-made and it got released by mistake. Okay. And now we pay. I want to touch right? on this one as okay, well. Okay, cool. Go for okay. it. Okay. It doesn't matter. Okay. Whether, let's say whether it, it was matter. someone
1: ate a bat, who ate a fucking armadillo, who ate something. We, it, the matter is, it's here. It's here. It doesn't matter.
0: It could be a fuck up. Yeah. And every. And my point being, <laughs> with this point that I'm making <laughs> yes. about cash and vaccines and everything else, is everyone, everyone is going to use it to their agenda and their advantage. So it's not a one-world government trying to control people. I don't think. I think it's more a case of people going, oh, we can, uh, we can slide make more this, money this way. Slide let's, this bill in this yeah, way. Yeah, let's get this policy yeah,
1: in. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, you, know, you definitely saw a lot of things happen like that with 9-11 where 100%. they were sliding things in with like a Patriot Act. And they're like, just put that in there as well.
0: Yeah, 100%. Let's put, this in. Right. let's put this in. Oh, yeah, no cash. That works for the banks. Yeah, but you know this what? It works for it's the government. Like, we'll just tax everyone. You know, she'll be right. <laughs> 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 fucking Australians. Fucking Australians.
1: <laughs> I was like, what can you do about it? Are you going to start a revolt? <laughs>
0: Maybe, maybe enough (laughs) people watch this podcast and this YouTube and we'll share it
1: and it will get banned and- I tell you you what, ask me in another six months if we're still in lockdown, and we'll have a, we'll discuss revolt. Man. And we'll discuss a rebellion. I think we should use the Star Wars rebellion
0: symbol. Uh, (laughs) We're just gonna rob that. We'll start a rebel alliance. Yeah. Yeah, um, sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'd actually appreciate if you'd be on my team on that one. Uh, probably not.
1: I think we would be like separate warlord type fractions here that will kind of maybe cooperate yeah. every now and again, a common enemy, but I'd really hate you deep <laughs> down still. So can I imagine that playing out. All right,
0: well, uh, <laughs> shoot down my plans. It's good to know the, the, yeah. the rules of engagement before we begin. Yeah, yeah, there are none. It's guerrilla warfare. All right, well, point, uh, so. remember not to pay you this week too. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's done. That's cool. Done, all right. Moving right along.
1: Remember to get that tighten that clamp on your brakes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. okay what you can do to protect yourself Mark, use a condom le- <laughs> ah! <laughs> now nah, they cured HIV so you don't have to use a condom anymore so that's they're fine they cured HIV yeah no nah, apparently two uh, two cases they've now completely cured I don't know I haven't read too much you no I've still got it I'm not <laughs> trying to fix it I'm just, uh, <laughs> it's just me 2i okay. am
0: oh, okay <laughs>
1: no I don't have AIDS please don't <laughs> expect <spread> that <laughs> now, what you can do to protect yourself with coronavirus what we know is there's a lot of like I guess again misinformation I think uh, one of the some of the best ones I've seen are from our own industry in terms of bullshit being spread so there's like the, the charlatans and the fucking snake oil salesmen getting on behind <laughs> guess what Oh, keto can now cure coronavirus you know what I mean the, oh, you know what? It was- keto can cure for Chronicle. Yeah, everyone's like, whoever was on a- diet plan it's like this was the best option the carnivores are on like no this was the best option <laughs> people this are actually help. saying people can- are saying this crap out there it's just like now they're pushing their own ebooks to like make money off this new uh the disease that they're all going yes, on vegans are blaming oh it was a bat so it's animal flesh peter released a statement animal flesh was linked to covid19 the pricks at peter <laughs> Fuck Peter. Don't get me started on those. We'll start a whole other podcast on those guys. But uh, <laughs> You really hate Peter? Oh, I fucking hate Peter I feel Peter like I want to so press that one, but let's, okay. let's keep
0: moving forward. Because um, yeah, so you what- know COVID was made in a lab.
1: Oh Jesus Christ, whether it was a bat or a lab, it fucking doesn't matter. Clients. It's here. Fuck, it was yeah. the
0: vegans. <laughs> it was the vegans who did it to <laughs> right um, in the yeah, lab. So
1: get rid of those wet markets. But let's just think about
0: bat flying into the Wuhan markets where it's
1: polluted. Yeah, anyway. where, where it got in the lab, got out and then flew into the and then got caught, got, got eaten <laughs> yeah um, just don't eat bats yeah. fucking bat
0: have you seen those wet markets?
1: Uh, yeah Damn, there's a
0: lot of shit going on disgusting. in there yeah I didn't understand uh, what a wet
1: market was I just assumed it was maybe in like ankle deep water <laughs> and just everything was wet I don't know
0: what that is <laughs> no it's, like, it's just like live like markets live and live yeah stock. live and I, non I saw this video on YouTube I want to it's like shit up.
1: where it's like yeah where we go into the whole regulation thing it's why you don't like you know, restaurants have a policy where oh. that's a meat sink.
0: This is a vegetable sink. They just don't take mix. it too far. That was Man, just they had everything. There was there. They had no bats. Wolf. Like they go through, they pan through. Right? Things and of scorpions. Like, uh, it was just deep, deep, like- deep fried rats. Yeah, deep yeah. fried bats, live snakes chopped up like salami, dogs in cages, yeah. dead dogs on the street. Like oh. Yeah.
1: Horrible, that yeah. Oh, so like, it's like, oh. I feel like that is a cesspool for disease. Cesspool. Whether it started there, who knows? But they've like, been doing
0: that for, for decades,
1: yeah, exactly. But I mean, that's where it's like things like SARS and stuff like that. It's just like another, it's a SARS, like whatever fucking virus thing. But they've been eating bats for decades too, yeah. Well, this one
0: just had the bat aids, <laughs> yeah. But why, why would a bat? fly towards a polluted city. That's avoid know. pollution. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. But anyway, what was your point?
1: Um, what is my point? What actually works? Like what does work? Do we know what works? Well, no. There are a couple of things. Okay. All right. Washing so, your hands? Washing your
0: hands. With soap? Was the big one. Sing happy birthday twice. Sing happy birthday. And I think it's also sing important your songs. that viruses actually aren't ever alive. Right. I didn't know this. Yes. You Bacteria are alive. Okay. Viruses aren't alive. So yeah. the idea of like, you know, you can obviously, you want to use a soap that can bust through lipids because they are protected in a lipid, pro, uh, lipid structure. So this is where like dish soap, soap can actually be quite helpful. Okay. yeah. What's your stance on masks?
1: Mask is an interesting one because there is- um, Some people know, say it that-
0: increases. What's that? Some people say it increases the risk.
1: Increases the risk. I don't know how it would increase the risk. Because you touch the mask and then there's- well, It's the same as just touching your face, I think. But I suppose uh, unless this- you're if you're not washing it frequently. I just don't, like, yeah, the mask thing I think is an interesting one. There's that one that is the actual virus mask, that are, uh, what is it, the uh,
0: N one, whatever. M,
1: yeah, the M the M one company, M two company. Something it's like, like it. an N ninety five mask. Yeah, that's it, it's that's a proper it. filter. Um with that one, I think that is actually quite effective right. at stopping a virus. Why? Um, because it's got that filter on it. I don't know. It's purposely designed to stop viruses from getting. You see,
0: Louis Vuitton made their own N oh,
1: 95 mask. Um, <laughs> or so like three yeah. grand. But I think the idea is like uh, with that one as well. That should be if I would say people sh- they can wear that one if they want to. But if there's not enough in stock, I would say save it for the public health service because that's the one that's most effective. If there's not enough getting around, it's like, do you really need it? Are you out that much that you need to be? You know, having a fucking proper gas mask. Wasn't that the
0: point? Again, I'm going to come back to the thing. All these preventative measures and lockdown. Wasn't that the point of getting more masks? Hasn't that been? Oh, like we weren't running out. Yeah. Wasn't that the whole point of 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 slowing, flattening the curve? Was to get our preventative and protective gear in order to do all this?
1: And I, I think they're just they're just playing on the side of caution. Like they're just, I think they're just being probably overly cautious now at this point. And it's just like, why not be a little bit extra cautious? We'll see what happens. And I, I honestly think after that May date comes up, I think we'll start to see things go back to normal. So even my wife's school there, Victoria's a bit on the er side. So Daniel Andrews doesn't really want to send people, kids back, but he's locked into that two, that full term to lockdown. Whereas New South Wales, they're going to start reintroducing kids back to school, maybe a year level at a time with precautions. So maybe keeping distancing up. So what are you saying about your, your wife's
0: school? They, they're going to go back? Or? They don't know yet. Right. That's
1: the thing. It's like it's because Victoria is playing it a bit on the side of, we don't really want to do that. So there is a room around there that they're going to start because even they've been like having to adapt weekly. So before week term two started, pretty much days before, they're like all of term two is online. Online. When they thought they were probably going to go back to school at a limited See, the capacity, private
0: schools all—they're all—they're definite. they're definitely. Private schools—they
1: they kind of—they still have to follow state, but a lot of them yeah. are taking the side of caution. Yes, the whole term and too. Yeah, off because I know, um, like uh, my sister's kids went to a private school; they shut down a week earlier yes. than everyone else. Yes, and, and they were just like a nah, lot of them have committed
0: like, to the full term.
1: Yeah, so it's like yeah, and they, a lot of them, even compared to again, they—they they don't want to be make money that way
0: as well. I
1: uh, I think I know. It's some kind of some have uh, given out discounts and 10% things like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, not so very much. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, yeah. I th- I don't know how. It, I don't think it'll make much difference to them. No. Um, but yeah, I think they're probably they don't want to be the school that calls the spread. Of course, you know what no I mean. One no one does. wants to be that. You know, and I don't think <laughs> it might even be the same in our industry. It's like oh, it's like. Who wants to be like, you know, when gyms start to slowly well, open up again.
0: I've got a good authority. No one wants to be the princess Gyms Mary. are going to be in the same uh, category as like nightclubs. And yeah. uh, so it's going to be airports at the top. Yep. Then nightclubs. Uh, opening up, you reckon. Then gyms. Yeah. In that okay. order. So we're like in that last segment, but maybe personal 100. training gets, yeah. the, gets a flag in because we can control the one-on-one. and Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're it's the same. You're the park anyway. Yeah. yeah, you're not getting uh, people in. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what else are you saying about protective? Oh, yeah, that with the mask, it's masks, like yeah, washing it's hands. Like, uh,
1: like, a, I, like it, they know with masks, it's only protecting the wearer from spreading it. But not from getting it. But not it. from getting it if it's a cloth mask. So no. then there's surgical masks, which has some protection. So there's a good site and we can put it in the links on this, which is examined.com, And they did a full kind of uh like a, a little infograph on the protectiveness of masks. Right. And where it had that sur- that proper M that N95 one, yes. that M295 one, at the, that was like the best. Then it's like surgical mask and then it was the cloth mask, which didn't do much with you getting it. Right. Um, it had minimal- So um, N95
0: can prevent me getting it. Getting it, yes. Right. So it's good protection for the wearer and from spreading it. Right. And is there a percentage of protection or you can still potentially get um, it? I think
1: they just, know it's like, it just has, yeah. I don't Man, know. I was just like a full
0: does. gas mask.
1: Yeah. Then it's just hot. They <laughs> suck. They fucking suck. You've worn them a couple yeah, of times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Mark II gear is like, it's like dangerous, man. It's for like radiation. Right. So it's like charcoal suit wow. that you wear and it's got a, a big canister filter. So that's to stop radiation, nothing getting you through that bad boy. Um, but it's hot. It's like stuck to your face. Cause obviously you have to have a good seal oh, yeah, of course. around to it. Um, so you sweat and so you can't really see Hey. Now, you can see out the things, but if it gets foggy, it's pretty fucking shit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've been in it. That works like in essentially probably the best scenario was like a, a tear gas scenario. So, you don't feel it in the tear gas. So, it filters that perfect clean air. Like, you'd right. be in a cloud of tear gas. And How you
0: does be that It's like, pretty amazing. The tear gas? Yeah, well,
1: the filter that. Uh, yeah it's a big fucking thing though it's like that big mm. and you can only the the, neck I think training they last, with it i imagine they last a week and then you've got to replace that filter oh, wow similar thing with that mask i don't think that small mask you know what i mean it's got a little filter if you've seen them a little square filter on the end i don't think it'll last that long like you've got to go through them pretty frequently right like um yeah so that big filter they i can't remember what the you're quite
0: one. the mask es- expert are. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I
1: wasn't expecting well, I into, you know, to it. it. would just be like, yeah, it's like because of, you know, it work with the gas masks. They fucking work. Like, I yeah. mean, it's
0: protect you from- How frequently the gas masks will they fog up though? Um, if imagine you sweaty, a problem. if you're getting hot. Yeah. Imagine a massive problem. Um, Especially yeah, if you in the I actually fields. can't remember.
1: It's, no, I've done plenty of like uh, attack scenarios through them and I don't remember fogging up too bad to be it's honest. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's yeah. just hard to
0: breathe. Right. And it gets hot. Really?
1: Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, obviously you've got to suck in. Like through this, it's like a sucking in through a straw. Imagine like you're snorkeling. Wow. that's what it's So like you almost
0: essentially in. suffocate. Pretty you
1: much. Didn't? Yeah. Especially if you're in a panic to put it on, it's fucking, it's pretty,
0: yeah. You know from experience? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause they surprised us. They um, kind of tried to throw us off. So when we went over to Timor, cause we were handling tear gas, they, we had to be like, had to carry gas masks with us. And um, so they were, I left the, the cap on my filter. Because I wanted to protect the filter. And um, so they decided to try and surprise us with CS gas. Oh, And, and essentially, we'll just, yeah, they were just like, we'll just, uh, like, they made us, oh, it was so funny because they pulled us all out and they said someone had done something wrong. I can't remember the exact thing, but it's like, until you guys own up, no one did anything wrong, by the way. So until you guys own up, we're going to keep fucking smashing you with PT. So they're making us do push ups. Everyone's like, who the fuck was it? Like, just own up. And then as soon as we we're like all in a push up position, they just throw gas. What gas, gas was grenades? It? Uh, CS gas. What was that to? Uh So it's like a, it's like essentially what tear gas is. What you see in all that riot stuff. Um, the grenades are awesome, man. They um, they'll clear out a fucking room really good. I
0: thought, um, I so thought it's thought like these little crystals, ugly, and, and that's once they heat up,
1: they essentially turn into little spikes that <laughs> essentially pretty much stop you from breathing. They get everywhere. And right. The best thing about them, if it's on your clothes and you wash your clothes, then put them in the dryer it reactivates those crystals. So essentially you open up the dryer, you gas yourself again. So you always had to be careful about washing your clothes after being exposed to it. But, um, yeah, so I put my gas mask on in a hurry. I always just suck a bit in so it's just like everything runs. It cleans out the sinuses pretty good. So i will be like snotty eyes, snotty. And if you get a little bit caught out and you've, I've just seen guys like even in a room because that whole – imagine like a small room and then you fill up with a gas grenade. That's just a cloud of smoke. And it's just like, you can't see through it. And the guys who their seals broke on their mask, and it's just like, that's end game. Like, you get a little bit in, and they're just coughing and spitting and vomiting. Wow. Yeah, it fucking sucks. You just, it's like, you know, it's like you see that movie. I think it's in like, uh, what's that one with uh, Steven Seagal under siege? And the girl sprays him with capsicum spray. And he's like, you get oh, immune to it. She gets sprayed, and he's just like standing there. It's like, that shit doesn't happen. You never get immune to it.
0: You just know it's Stephen Steven sucks. cigar is probably true. Yeah, probably it's did funny. do that. Use the keto on it. So I'm just gonna use a keto on this yes. fucking capsicum and spray. Mm, tastes like pizza. <laughs> <laughs> that just guy's- eating Have, it have you heard about that guy bike. like in real life? Yeah, he's hey, awesome. Man, he's amazing. <laughs> he's like a cop. He started a dojo in Japan. Yeah, he's, he's full on, huh? yeah. He's like six, four or something. He's a yeah. big, big guy, right? And there's like these dude. videos on YouTube of like a keto But now he can't get away with it
1: now. It's cultural appropriation now for him. What do you mean? <laughs> just taking on the Japanese culture. It's like a white dude. It's just like fully absorbed in it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Apparently I've heard stories about um, how like, in the movies when he was getting in shape, like someone one of his trainers had to say to him, Hey man, you are not in shape or you've you haven't lost weight. He just fucking cracked it and I like smashed shit. He's like real intense personality. Good old <laughs> Steven. <laughs> so I can see I can <laughs> see like that actually <laughs> yeah. being based on a true story. They spray Steven Seagal with uh pepper sprays like, yeah, man, fuck this shit something into it. Whatever, man. <laughs> so he's like pizza to me. <laughs> uh, he's <laughs> yeah. full on, man. He's full on. So that's masks. So, that's so it's
1: mask. I'm saying, but yeah, the thing is it's just like wear it. I don't see what the harm is in people wearing it. I think it's going to cause more of a problem the whole thing i think if people want to wear it wear it if you because the whole thing with is we don't know someone can be carrying it for up to 14 days and mm. not know they're sick so if you're even just wearing a cloth mask and protecting others from getting it that's helping the stop of the spread right i don't see the big issue with wearing it or not wearing it i don't know why, why? it's even a debate it's well, just like what did, wear it, why was wear there it. a debate i just people saying don't wear it it's not necessary
0: yeah i've like, heard that as well And well, what's
1: the harm in wearing it i just don't understand if people
0: feel safer wearing it oh, i think i think the debate comes from uh, wearing it can actually increase so something about increasing yeah, that one i haven't heard so i don't know because that when one, people one. are touching if i touch and put yeah the, you know germs on my mask yeah. you know i'm breathing in those germs so it makes me more okay. susceptible what's the difference
1: between touching something and then touching your face, your face.
0: um good question or that has air to breathe like it can come off if there's a filter in between would that be less likely I'm going to get sick if I'm already touching my face so it's there well I suppose it's on your face anyway hey so I mean questions for for the I don't know Oracle of be some right. sort, <laughs> she'll be right. She, you know what this one this is, it? she'll be right. Yeah, she'll you be wanna right. wear a mask, don't wear a, a, mask. Wear a mask. She'll be if right. You want. She'll be right, whatever. Get the yeah. Louis
1: Vuitton one if you want her. She'll be right, um, she'll be right. I agree, she'll be right. I don't care. So
0: our <laughs> a summary on masks is wear it, don't wear it. She'll be right. Yeah. yeah. It's our official summary. Okay. Are you looking to get into the best shape of your life? Are you looking to lose that last five, 10, or even 20 kilos? Well, I founded Enterprise Fitness. Well, I should say I started personal training in 2006 and Enterprise Fitness has been a evolution of my career and finally has brought me to this point of opening up this facility here. And this facility is dedicated to bringing you the very best standard of personal training bar none. We have trained over 250 champions in competing and and a variety of different sports, as well as quite literally thousands of before and after transformations helps people get in the very best shape of their life. And heck, we've even educated a stack of trainers throughout the world. This has become a travel to destination. So folks, if you are in the Melbourne area, hit us up, it's melbournepersonaltrainers.com. This is the place to train. You can email us at info at enterprisefitness.com or the website is melbournepersonaltrainers.com and make sure you check us out on Instagram as well. Reach out to us, we're here to help. And again, this is the place you wanna be if you're serious about your fitness and physique goals. Um, Supplements.
1: What about supplements? People relying on supplements when they've had a shitty lifestyle leading up to the virus are probably screwed, so... definitely yeah it's just like um you know it's like anything else are not going to solve people's issues yeah and the same thing it's like people either finding it's like oh we need vitamin d all right i'm going to high dose vitamin d it's just like no just keep it as a regular supplement like we normally do with people here especially going into the colder months you know it's uh and being isolated not getting out as much or for some people they might be getting out more to be honest not being stuck in their office and walking more but Keeping that like you know, I keep like the standard is 2000 IUs
0: a day, like I do keep that as a continuous supplement. Well, I mean, vitamin D is one of those things that what was it in 2012? The standards, if you get your bloods done in Australia, yeah, I mean, international standards, international units, and in well, 2012, when I was getting like labs done and stuff, um, the standard would be anywhere from 80, 80, 80 IUs to 120, 125. Yeah. Some labs would give them go up to as much as 150. That's like an optimal standard as well. No, so that that was, uh, they, were the, they were the standards yeah. that you would get from your, if you went in, in like 2009, 2010, to, or even 2012, oh, you say, yeah, yeah, if you went to a doctor and you got your vitamin D ran, the range that the lab would come back with was 80 yeah. to 120, 125, yeah. depending on the lab, right? So now if you get, go into the doctor and get your labs done on vitamin D, it says above 50. So as long as you're above 50, you don't get flagged. Whereas back then- Well, they adjusted it to a sick population. Correct. That's exactly what's happened. It's adjusted to a sick population Mm -hmm. and um, the mean and the score has been down. So really like if you're looking and I was speaking to Kayla Daniels uh, Thursday and also Bob Guell, my mentor uh, in functional medicine uh, said the same thing is that your vitamin D actually can be quite high so long as your vitamin A- is in ratio. Okay. So yeah. if you look at vitamin A and vitamin D, they're synergistic nutrients, kind of like a tricep bicep, right? In terms of the action of the humerus. That I get. Yeah, <laughs> but you might, right? <laughs> so you, I like to think of it like this vitamin D, think of D as down and A as accelerate, okay. right? So what vitamin one of vitamin D's function is to uh, modulate the immune system or not to depress it, but to bring it down. So if you have um, a reaction, if you see a disease or you see a pathogen, vitamin D's function is to regulate that and, Calm it back down so it's not overregulated. Whereas vitamin A is to upregulate the immune system, right? To accelerate uh, antibodies, so in, and and f- and the dispersing of T cells and and B cells. So if you look at, for example, if someone has an autoimmune disease and they have a flare up and they take vitamin A, what will happen is they'll have more of a flare up. So if you've let's say got an autoimmune disease and you're you're going through a bout, you don't want to take vitamin A at that time, because you're gonna get, it's gonna be more accelerated. The immune system that's already overreacting to what's happening is gonna be accelerated and it's gonna be worse. With that said, you want to take vitamin D because vitamin D is what's gonna help um, Mm. calm and modulate the immune system down. So vitamin D for autoimmune is very good. So one of the things is what a virus does and obviously coronavirus, or it's a virus, mm. uh, it gets in to your DNA, but it also affects the way the spleen releases T cells and the thymus releases T cells. It affects the way the spleen releases B cells, which is your first line of order in terms of fighting a virus. So basically a virus comes in and stops the production of B cells as a mechanism for the virus to duplicate or replicate rather, because obviously it's more than duplicating, it's replicating inside of the system. So at the time of getting a cold or flu virus, you actually wanna take a really high dose of vitamin A because. Is that signal of vitamin da- um, the signal that the virus gives to stop producing uh, B cells? Vitamin A yeah. gives that signal to the spleen to then produce more B but cells. How high is a high dose? So it's when we're talking like high
1: dose, it's like for a short like a short period, short of, time, period of time. And I yeah. don't want
0: to say how much on air.
1: Okay, yeah, fair enough.
0: But it's a lot. Yeah,
1: but this is where I'm saying where someone says like it's like they're leaning into it's like take vitamin D, and then someone goes out it's like I'm going to take all the vitamin D. You yes. know what I mean? It's just like well,
0: well it, it is it is somewhat depending upon. Your nutritional status yes so one of the sensible practices would would be well number one start with sunlight if you can and obviously if you, there is no sunlight or it's a yeah. cold day you want to look at your your i mean vitamin a vitamin d vitamin e vitamin k what are they essentially yeah. they're, they're fat soluble vitamins yes. so where are you going to find them in saturated fats yeah so what, what great source butter yeah. uh, ghee lard coconut oil mm-hmm. bone broth um you're going to have or well, not coconut oil so much rather but um certainly uh you Butter, yeah. animal fats and any animal fat, right? Uh, bone broth particularly as well, cause it's gonna be high in collagen as well. So those things are gonna boost up. Uh, another natural way to get vitamin A, a mm. lot of vitamin A and D is liver. So getting like cow's liver, chicken liver, yeah. they're fantastic sources where you're gonna be boosting up vitamin A, vitamin D synergistically and not mm-hmm. have to worry about so much ratio. So potentially, you know, if people are worried and want a nutritional, you I know, don't want to take supplements as a boost. Yeah. Liver is probably was, the the yeah. food, um, and it also you can look at uh, cod liver oil. Yeah, not fermented cod liver oil, like the Western A Price Institute recommends. Cod liver oil you can't ferment cod, cod liver because okay. ferment, fermentation is done with the carbohydrate. There's no so there's a, there's an idea. Right, so I didn't I didn't realize there was a- Yeah, so yeah. not never fermented, um, just straight out.
1: It's just the, not a thing.
0: Or is it just them? Well, why, why, there, there is a the company, idea? and this is in one of the podcasts that I did. It's coming out. Well, it'll be out by the time this one's out. Yeah. Um, a podcast I did with Kay Lady Daniels. She wrote the book, The Whole Soy Story. She was in the Weston A. Price Institute for some time and Western A. Price got behind, well not him as a person, but the institute, the organization with Sally Fallon, they got behind a product called um, fermented cod liver oil. I never okay. saw it. I wasn't really paying attention to that. And you, know, you, look, you think of fermented, well fermentation is done with the carbohydrates, yeah. some of the sugar. Yeah. So how do you ferment something that doesn't have any sugar? You can't, it's a bit yeah. odd. So anyway, she, um, Kayla got all got it. We speak about it on the podcast, but she basically got it um, tested and found it was a rancid oil, the fermented cod liver oil. Right? So, yeah, cod liver oil, good. So I was just trying to get rid of old fermented cod product or some shit. Yeah, fermented cod liver oil, no yeah. good. But again, if you want to do more of a natural side of things, and I still like the Western Air Price Foundation, I think they do good work. But yeah, don't do fermented cod liver oil. Okay. So that, that's your vitamin A, vitamin D, liver, um, but vitamin A particularly. Is is important? Vitamin D. You want to look at labs. Mm-hmm. So you know, I aim around one hundred twenty five, one hundred and fifty. I international units. Mm-hmm. Don't use American units. So sorry for the folks who are mm-hmm. watching this in in you know Europe or America or don't use international units. That's what I look for in terms of blood markers. Yep. Um, that's where you want to shoot. You want to be on the high side. But again, making sure you have enough vitamin A, zinc. Obviously important for immune yes. function. Um, zinc and copper. Yeah, it's the big one they have on the exam one as well.
1: And they'd seen yeah. in reference to uh, this one I hadn't heard before, which I found interesting. They were saying zinc oral mm. lozenges. Mm. So the idea, because the the virus attaches itself to the back of the throat, um, it's actually helping with that. And was a antiseptic in some ways. Is what that is what they're saying? Yeah, so it's like uh, it may reduce symptoms, severity for common cold due to inhibiting viral replication at the back of the throat. So to stop it from what kind of like uh, growing into something- Yeah, so it's having worse. a localized effect. Yeah. It's
0: almost like a um, iodine spray. That's an
1: interesting one. I didn't think of that because I would always have zinc yeah. on hand if I like, got sick, but obviously we can in capsule yeah. form. I didn't realize- Well, that we've got the lozenges. Form. I ordered yeah. heaps in because awesome.
0: uh, I, I, I saw that, that it was helpful yeah. I wanted, and I thought I better order, order some lozenges in from Orthoplex, which is one of the Australian companies doing yeah. uh, zinc lozenges.
1: Yeah. And they're the ones that they kind of have, kind of know that actually work.
0: If well, that I mean, like the, the yeah. C,
1: D and A, cause, but they're comparing it to cold and flu. Cause we have no, we don't know what works against. Well, corona. If you
0: look at CDA, um, yeah. if you look at all those vitamins, what are they? They're the, immune, immune boosting yeah. vitamins. I mean, it's not rocket science, right? Yeah, it's yeah, exactly right. really look after your immune system. Yeah. Don't let pathogens in. And it's, so if you've got a broken immune system to begin with, yeah. well, then you are in a susceptible group. So yeah. where does the immune system start? Where does it, you should know this. What are you, the brain, no. what are you talking about? Gut. The Gut. Gut. Yeah. So, you know, what is it? 95% of the immune system is in your gut. Yeah. So if you've got a compromised gut, this is where yeah. the autoimmune relationship between gut uh, comes into play. So if your gut is compromised because you've got your tight junctions, right? So your tight junctions, uh, basically the the gatekeepers to your mucosal barrier. So you you have the tight junctions, they're they're open. Uh, If you have, food that essentially gets into the bloodstream. Now it becomes the job of the immune system to get rid of that once it's in, it's a it's a macro, micro molecule inside of the bloodstream. So that's what triggers the immune response. So this is where uh, a lot of the autoimmune issues uh, start and permeated by having a compromised gut. Okay. That's where the question comes in, well, was it the gut or was it the immune system? Did the immune system, Or and stress is also a big, so it's like, a yep. tr- think of it as like a triangle, right? Yep. Stress can also, uh, damage the gut and stress can also uh, elevate the immune response. Mm-hmm. So all of the, and stresses, so if you think of stresses, so like gluten, for example, is a common one because for everyone, gluten will open the tight junctions regardless of whether you're celiac or not. Um, the, the question is whether it gets into, it breaks through the mucosal barrier and, enters into the uh, bloodstream, which then becomes part of the immune system. And that's where you get that immune response. So once you continually get that, and this is where it's not just about the calories of it, it's about the immune system being triggered to then get uh, being combated what's coming in, if
1: that makes sense.
0: So this is where, as I was saying that, your gut, especially at this time, you don't want to be eating and drinking things that are going to compromise your gut because your gut is the first point of call in terms of your immune system. Now, zinc also uh, corresponds into that because zinc is also part of uh, helping uh, the body upregulate things like hydrochloric acid, which is very, very important in terms of the digestion of protein. So, yeah. Yeah, which comes to the main point, which is like not relying on, okay, this
1: supplement, or someone says this supplement's going to work. So I'm going to do that. If you know what I mean? If the the gut's compromised, if you're not already having a healthy balanced diet, it's probably the time to focus on that. Well,
0: another thing that you 100% want to do is that you want to look at fat soluble uh, vitamins and water soluble vitamins. Uh, Common mistake that people make in terms of supplementation is they will take one or the other. So for example, what I see a lot of time is I take vitamin E. You're like, oh, okay, that's good. But on its own, it's not really that good. Yeah. You need vitamin E encapsulates a toxin many of the times and then has to like toxins get stored inside mm. of the fat. But that fat soluble vitamin needs to pass it off to someone who is water soluble because water soluble can be extracted. Yeah. So when people say, oh, you know, yes, they took yeah, a yeah. supplement and they saw more excreted, excretory vitamin C in their pee. Well, yeah, that's what you're supposed to see. Yeah. Right? It's supposed because it's passing off those ions that are being passed from the fat soluble to the water soluble to be then passed out. So yeah. certainly, uh, water soluble vitamins like you know your vitamin C is hugely vitamin B as well, or the B family really uh, hugely important, especially at this time to make sure that detoxification pathways and processes. But as with always, you never want to be. It's always a uh, bell curve approach. Yeah. So, you know, a, a little bit won't do much, there's an optimal. And then from optimal, which is the peak of the bell, then when you take more, let's say for example, someone says to you take 10 grams of vitamin C, right? It's probably way too much. Mm. It's a, it has a counter effect now. Like, yeah. you know, let's say three grams, you're good. but Then you start taking four, five, and the further you mm-hmm. go, the more of a, a hindrance effect you're gonna yeah. have from that. So it's not a matter of just taking all the supplements. Everyone has a, uh, an optimal place and optimal, usually once your levels start to get high enough and you overcome sickness and your body becomes, uh, I suppose, stronger, uh, they, you need less, mm-hmm. right? That's what I always find with clients as well. And myself is that you actually need a lot less than someone who is sick or unhealthy. Yeah. But again, my tips would be right now, look after your gut. Yeah. It's not the time to go out and be eating junk food, fast food and things that are gonna compromise your gut because then you're yeah. setting yourself up through immune issues uh, and to be more susceptible because 95, whatever is percent of your, your immune system lays inside of your gut uh, it's, as its first point of call. And then once it's inside the gut, it becomes the immune systems problem. Mm-hmm. So protecting your, boosting your immune system, uh, Christine, she does a whole bunch of uh, naturopathic herbs, which I, I take almost religiously every day. Yeah. And um, as well as the amino acids, uh, collagen, mm-hmm. zinc, vitamin E, vitamin C, I mix and match every day. And vitamin A, I like to get in cod liver oil. That's what I like to do, vitamin A. Yeah, so getting the mixes of things, not just taking isolated things. Yeah, and usually, you know, for me, I've got a lot of different supplements at home. I've got my supplement cupboard. And, um, you know, I'm not always taking the same things every day. Mm. You know, I'm I'm taking a whole bunch of different stuff. And sometimes Christine will make me up a custom blend of like different herbs and stuff. Uh, And uh, yeah, they taste foul, but they work. Yeah. They work really, really well. Or the cold and flu one. Like uh, was- the, the worst herbs you can take, naturopathic herbs are the immune herbs, as in yeah. the most disgusting tasting, yeah. right? The yeah. adrenal herbs, they're not so bad, right? Cause you've got licorice and stuff, which can kind of okay, make yeah, it sweeter in yeah. this, but the, the immune herbs are foul, mm. um, but they are sensational and will kick, kick, kick your immune system in the balls. Yeah. Let's just say that. No, so, I quite uh, remember that one.
1: It was- You've That's had good. it before? Yeah. The, yeah, the
0: cold and flu one, she made up. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah. Uh, that one's okay, actually. It tastes yeah. like a tree bark. Yeah, that, that one's actually okay. <laughs> that, that one's not so bad. That was, the, the, really? Yeah, yeah the, okay. there's some others that are just, I don't know what it is, but there's, I forget what the exact herb is, but there is some, because the thing is like, you know, I, this is a side rant, right? But you know, you know a lot of personal trainers who get into like functional medicine, right? Yeah. Myself included. I mean, in fun- I know a lot of stuff about this stuff, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, like I can't treat any of it, Yeah, you know, and, and nor, nor do I want to, but I can't treat any of it. And I don't have, I don't have access to those supplements either. Yeah. So the only way to get access to those is to be an naturopath yeah. or to be a clinician. So you married so, one. Yeah, I married one, exactly. <laughs> it's like, it's the only yeah. way I'm getting access to it, right? Yeah. Um, no, but, but in truth, yeah. like if you actually want to, because a lot of people come in like um, uh, pathogens or they come in with parasites. I'm telling you now, like <laughs> parasites are fucking hard to get rid of and you need to know what you're doing. Yeah. And if you're just a trainer, yeah. or even you, know, you just got regular access to Trying to, to things, go down that path or- try, You're yeah, not yeah. gonna be able to do it.
1: Yeah. That's like a classic of uh,
0: know, what is it, know what you know, and then shut the fuck up. Yeah, stay in your lane. Yeah, stay in your lane. <laughs> your lane. Yeah. Like pa- uh, parasites are hard to get rid yeah, of, yeah. hard to get rid of, and you need to know what you're doing and you need access to the right supplements. Like, you yeah. know, oil of oregano on its own, ain't getting rid of a, a parasite, yeah, yeah. just not. Yeah, might, might help with some like uh, overgrowth issues. But then you know, gotta look at repopulation, you gotta be mm. doing stool tests, you gotta be doing all those things. And it's complicated, there's a lot of factors and you gotta look at labs and all those other things and, and, and manage those variables inside out. So, but you know, the more the more work I do in this area, the more I realize that it is all interconnected. Mm. And that's where, as I said, the triangle between stress, the gut, the immune system, You know, which one came first? And this is where for a lot of people like with COVID-19, they might be just so stressed out of their mind that now they get a gut issue, which then turns into immune issue. Or maybe they already had the immune issue and then they're eating worse. So now they've got the gut issue as well and that's causing them stress, right? So you don't know where exactly where it starts, but you do know that they're all interconnected. So you've got to look at each area individually and maximize and optimize each area, calm down the immune system, make the immune system do its job. By doing that, eat proper foods, Hmm. don't offend your gut. Look after your stress, right? Minimize stress where you can get a plan yeah. for that. So, Beautiful. yeah. All right.
1: The next one, living in ISO, what are your staples mm. for your cupboard?
0: Okay, meat. Yep. So when I heard about isolation, I mm. rang up my butcher and just did a bulk order of meat. You in and fact, everyone else. I, I bought a freezer. <laughs> to make sure so. So you were the problem. You were the problem Why the rest yeah, of us- but that's my standard order. Though. I just order lots of meat all okay, the time, yeah. right? So it's not really- Oh Yeah, different. I
1: always felt somewhat selfish because I bulk order my rice and it had arrived before it all kicked off. So I was just like, I had 20 kilos of rice and I'm yeah, like, I'm not a part of the to, problem. I was yeah. Yeah. already doing this. Already doing this.
0: Already doing this. Yeah, I, I bulk order rice too. Yeah. Um, Cause we eat so much, right? Yeah. We were bulk order enterprise yeah, exactly you know, right. between us trainers. Uh, bulk ordered meat. Meat, rice, blueberries. Yeah. Surprisingly, um, yeah. been eating a lot more blueberries. I think it was the uh, this was the
1: thing where it led into uh, the the panic buying. Was again was the uh, our government not doing enough soon enough? People just had to felt like they had to take it into their own hands, and they didn't you know, know what I to don't do. Get with that toilet paper. Why is it still sold out? <laughs> Why oh it's so come back sorry. I don't know I haven't been uh, I haven't been out for I, yeah, I, I went to the
0: supermarket like a couple of, like two weeks ago whatever it was and I'm like surely there'll be you know people have stopped people buying have toilet paper it's still there's no toilet paper I think in um, there's got
1: to be some accountants out there that can work out a spreadsheet for how many times you wipe your ass and how much you
0: actually need to get through a six month period apparently a 24-roll pack yeah. should last a family of four, three months.
1: Well, I mean, that's-, yeah, that's That is a significant yeah. amount of time. That's what we do, though. And it's like we just had brought a roll like we normally do because we ran out before everyone started buying it. So we haven't had a problem with it because it's still last, you know what I mean? Yeah. And now we've just gotten- we, got, we had to buy some again and it just happened to be there when we had it. And we just brought that roll. That's going to last us another three 100%. months. I it mean, was so weird. Um, that one and then people see, were relying on paper towels. Does no you, one have hoses? I don't know. What's going on? I my toilet's yeah, next to my shower, shower so I'll be fine. exactly yeah, right, Just, right, just have a shower. And, the, um, and knowing how much, but I just don't think people think people realize how much meat they actually eat. I think a lot of it would have been thrown out. I think there were photos one council was posting about um, oh, like really? bins full of meat because wow. people were just bulk buying. Panic. Not having
0: freezer space. And then fucking throwing it out. It's so stupid. So dumb. But did you just see like that it, like those massive amounts of people trying to refund stuff as well? Yeah. And then Coles and Woolies went out on a statement saying you can't refund. Oh, any him. panic buyers want to be him. refunded. They should be kicked in the teeth <laughs> and <laughs> thrown to the curb for panic buying. Uh, what else? <laughs> so, butter. Butter has been another thing that I... Well, I mean, I eat too yeah, much butter I always, anyway. Yeah. I'm
1: in the same so, boat. I'm so. always buying like at least three sticks of butter yeah. in a shop. Just so, like always have at least one spare. I might have five or six Yeah. The thing I don't understand is like you... Have like even the things with like sprays around the house. Like I usually get a a company called Co. So we've been ordering that online. They send it in a box. When I know that's getting low, I order some more. Yes. It's the same with like, you know, if you've got a stick of butter, two sticks of butter, you take one. You buy one to replace the one that you've done. You know what I mean? Or whatever you use. So I go shopping once. Thing a, is, I think we're in a good space because we know how people, to, we plan. People were buying our food. The, like
0: a lot of the things yeah. that they're buying, like Doritos and you know packaged foods, yeah, you know, Pringles and all the stuff that just we just we just wouldn't eat anyway. Yeah, you yeah know? exactly. Right. A lot of those foods, like Coca Cola and that. Um, yeah, I, I think a lot of people. Yeah, I saw the con- soft drink all and that was completely bare. And I was just like, okay, I'm like. Get, get yourself a much- good water filter yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and you'll, be lo- you'll be good and healthier yeah.
0: for a very long time. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah.
1: It's necessary. What, what happens if you run out of Coca Cola? You're going to be better off without it. Hey, how have the
0: bottlelows gone? I asked because I don't go into bottlelows. Um,
1: I think they're in the same boat. I think they never closed. I think people started bulk buying stuff there as well for whatever reason. Um, that's a worry. That's a, That that one's a worry. That, that one's a yeah. I understand why they didn't close them. So there's like you know a couple of issues with closing them. Is like dependency
0: the violence. Dependency
1: violence. Uh, the illegal market kicking off. Oh yes. There's the whole thing with the, yeah the prohibition how that yeah. works so well, um, and the whole uh, you know it's a big tax income. Mm. So it's like you know gamblings come right back you know, people are still allowed to horse race because I think they, you know, that's taxed heavily. So it's like you know, they're going to get not much tax yeah, from- see,
0: this is where it annoys
1: they've people- They've had to shut casinos. Like
0: me. Yeah. When we say, okay, we're going to say on one hand, it's about social distancing. Okay. But, oh, by the way, you can still go to the Bottle you can still go to the casino. You can still- Well, casino has been shut down as well. It's why they're not going to
1: close bottle lows. It's like they would just cause, I think, absolute mayhem. Oh, but yeah. I mean, it's just like, I think there's, there's going to be an issue yeah, of having pick their the same. Huh? Yeah, exactly well, This right. is where
0: I'm saying. Like the she'll be right attitude isn't always the way. We need to be a little bit more outspoken, you know? Yeah, well, it's worth like the control what you control Yeah. I as know. well. It, 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 I mean, there's a side for both, right? If yeah. it's up to me, it's, if it's meant to be, it's up to me on one hand. Yeah. You know, but control what you can control. Uh, you, you touched on something else before. I don't know what it touched was. Touched a lot of things. Yeah, you do, don't you? Especially <laughs> your face. And Around
1: your... here because you have to say so you have to disinfect everything. Yeah. What were we talking about again? I don't know. Um, Grocery, staples. That's where we started. Oh, that's right. So, <laughs> yeah. so
0: for me, it's meat. So it's chicken. It's red meat. Uh, it's butter. Yeah. Blueberries. Yeah. I, I think it's understanding how much you again. consume as well like I to, might have have a little bit of kombucha. Yeah. A chocolate is another staple for me, dark chocolate, 90%, uh 80 90%, usually 90%. It's mm. probably it, man. My my diet yeah. rice, pumpkin sweet potato, potatoes. Yeah. I don't really like vegetables all that much, but I eat them. Don't you? It's like, nah, yeah. not, I don't think I make cellulite. I remember when Bob uh muscle testing and stuff, he's like, you don't make cellulite. He goes, no, first of all, he goes, "You don't like vegetables." I go, "How did you know that?" He goes, "You don't make cellulite, right?" I was like, Yeah, well, it's true, so. Right. Yeah, you guys fucking Yoda. (laughs) What about you?
1: Um, Yeah, I'm in the same boat. It's just like, I just understand how much I consume a week and then I buy that to refill. Like my shopping hasn't changed. I don't need to bulk buy anything. Uh, The only one I was like, I like different cuts of meat. I know for a while the supermarkets were only putting out the basics because people were just taking and taking. So it was just like they had minced meat and chicken breast. I was just like, fuck, this is boring as shit. But um now it seems to be somewhat back to normal, back to my slow cooking. I buy your, a couple of roasts a week. Yeah, I do a brisket every other week over the coals. Now I've got time to cook. I can S- monitor it, it all day. Smoke yeah. It. Smoke it. About eight hour cook for most things, so it's good fun. Yeah, did brisket, just finished that this week, doing uh spare ribs and lamb. With some liquid smoke. No liquid smoke. Smoke smoke. All right. Wood. Just wood. So you don't need the liquid smoke. Is
0: liquid smoke bad for you?
1: No. So liquid smoke is so when you uh, have a smoker, essentially all they've done is just put water in there and then the flavor infuses with the water and then they pour the water into the liquid smoke. Oh really? Is that what it is? That's all it is. It's not carcinogenic.
0: Oh, fuck if I know. I feel like every time I use it, it's carcinogenic as fuck. You smell it? Yeah, yeah, it smells great. Yeah. It tastes great. It's great. No, like, it's
1: just it's just the, the, the smoke from it. It should be the same as cooking your fo- uh meat on fire. So it
0: is carcinogenic as well. Wanna take some more methylators, uh, some methyl donors. Yeah. No, it's good fun. Every time I have it. it, it's good. It's delicious. All right. Well uh
1: um, home workouts, how are you finding them? Are you doing home workouts? Are you sneaking in here? You fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Next question. <laughs>
0: How are you finding self-isolation? How am I finding self-isolation? Um, I'm writing a book. Yeah, That's how I'm finding self-isolation. Yeah. I mean, you know, my kids are, um, uh, you know, kids are 24-7. Yeah. right. The best kids are 24-7. They, they need a lot of attention. So in, in between kids and, and life and I, mm. I, I'm working on this book and um, I'm learning a lot, doing a lot of research and, pulling out like papers on soy and gluten and Mm. just really like commercial dairy and farming and looking at how soy is actually farmed and the issues with soy from, you know, storage mold to actually the plant grows with mold to, you know, so really like I'm using this time to- to Soy boy culture. Sorry? Soy boy culture. Yeah,
1: what's that? So you have not heard of soy boy. I'm going to get the urban dictionary. Soy boy culture. Soy
0: Soy boys. You know who a soy yeah, Well I saw I saw a website. So you would was, love this. I know I know soy boys. Soy boys are like, you know, your yeah, 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 girly boys. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but I didn't know there's a soy boy culture. I mean, it's just the so like the, the, the whole thing, idea of the, the boys, hipster skinny gene. The boys that embrace being low testosterone? Um oh, I think it's like they don't embrace it, but it's like they they are. Oh well, when you say soy boy culture, I thought you meant like it's seen as a good thing, like it's embraced. No, I don't think it's embraced yeah. at all. Well, yeah, I, I've heard of soy boy. The yeah. term, you know, you're a bit of a soy boy. All oh, right, oh, mate. You <laughs> got some tofu cooking over that brisket. And you're like, oh guys, I've got some brisket tonight. I don't fucking M- touch tofu. Me, meanwhile, <laughs> smoked tofu. <It's> okay. <laughs> this is so good for the environment. Oh. Anarchy. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. Well, that's that's how I'm finding. How are you finding it?
1: yeah fine uh good time with the family yes, i mean it's just yes. like yeah i'm I, interested to see how the little one goes with us not being around 24 yes. 7 now but he's just like uh i think is when we are trying to do things at home him being a toddler he's like no i want all the attention still how old is he? he's uh two and a half or oh, turning three in july
0: Three. yeah magical age oh so, no,
1: he's uh yeah he's really fun so it's like yeah we've been uh Pretty much just trying to keep him busy and out of our hair. Yeah, I saw that flip that you did. Yeah, it's so was, fun. He loves yeah, it. I
0: wanted to share it. That was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah.
1: Couldn't you? No, I don't know how to share shit on Instagram. Oh, yeah, I'm it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, but yeah. no, he's, uh, he's really fun. He's, uh, you know, he's, we just get to be there all the time. So that's awesome. Yeah,
0: it is fun, huh? Yeah. It is good. That, that is one good thing about uh, lockdown, eh? You yeah, not, definitely. And time. we're
1: working on that, uh, you know, uh, training out of nappies now. So we get to isolate oh, yes. and work
0: on that, which is good fun as yes. well. Yes. We're doing mass. Really trying to get my boy to do some some good solid mass. Yeah, it gets met with daddy. Mass is boring, I don't want to do mass. (laughs) like, Look, you'll need it one day. Yeah, it's like, yeah, Yeah, but anyway,
1: yeah, I do feel sorry for all those parents, but the they because uh, who have the school age kids who are now understanding Mm -hmm. how what teachers are going through as well. They're kind of like, oh my gosh, it's just like, yeah, I I imagine how swamped they would be. Yeah, I'm trying to
0: it's
1: uh, half. Homeschool half workout, like keep them engaged as yeah, well. Yeah,
0: I like the idea of homeschooling until I actually had to do some homeschooling.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, so much better to outsource. Yeah,
0: it's so much better.
1: Um, you know, and they needed to learn from other people as well. They can't yeah. just rely well, on you they for all do, your information. But there's a
0: level of familiarity as well, I think. Yeah, that's just yeah. You know, I'm like, oh yeah, this is a, Yeah, what did he say to me? He goes, No daddy, you're writing tens wrong. I'm like, how do you write ten? He goes, zero, one. Like, no, it's one zero. No. <laughs> Mummy told me it was zero one. I'm like, there is no way. Mummy told you it was zero one. Was like, no, it's zero one. I'm telling you. Then <laughs> grandma comes in, shows him a book. Look, Max, it's it's one zero. It's one zero. He's like, no, it's zero one. <laughs> I guess <laughs> well, it's how it, it, it is now. He's just, just doing it because it's daddy. That's yeah. it. That's it. He wants to see how far he can push. You know that, that thing of like male challenging? Sons, they- oh, I swear to God, my son's already doing it as
1: well. Oh, yeah, my, has, um, my kids. I've got boxing gloves in my garage yeah. and he goes and puts them on and demands to fight every time. <laughs> He's just like, he's an animal. We, I gave got, him a Nerf gun. I uh, thinking that would be a good idea.
0: No, it is. I, I, bought, <laughs> I, I, I bought some lightsabers by mistake, know, <laughs> know. but we have played another game, right? Cause I've got my, my, my kid in um Jitsu. Yeah. So, um, I get him t- cause he hasn't been a to Jitsu class. We play a game. This is really fun. He, um, put like you started with one leg and you can go two legs, but you have to hold onto my legs. Yeah. And you like you say when, so it's when. And then you have to get out, but you can't use your hands. So it's actually yeah. quite difficult for you. And like he's got his whole arms and legs wrapped around your legs and you're having to like wiggle out. And it's a test for him, but it's also <laughs> yeah. actually a test for you because you have to like really try and like he's holding we'll on fight this your... child. <laughs> yeah. And then now he's getting really he's really getting really clever. Like he'll he yeah. let one of my legs go and like trick me and then grab yeah. the other one. am like Fuck, like I'm fucked. Yeah, they've got to work it out because, you yeah, know, they are yeah. only got the, these little levers there, these yeah, little bodies. and little buttons. And Jiu-Jitsu is good because it's like uh, mental, it's physical problem solving. Yeah. You're constantly problem solving uh, as you go through.
1: 100%. That's the, uh, that's the plan for Nate as well. Gymnastics, are starting him off on and ready. We started swimming before this kicked off. We had one lesson. Oh, yes. Um, and that was it. That was it. Well, it was just like yeah. There was the next week, everything shut down.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised pools aren't still open, you know, because you can't really spread shit in pools. I don't know what the fuck. Chlorine <laughs> <Whirling> kills everything. <laughs> yeah, I was just I was like, just yeah, all the true. pools. Chlorine kills yeah.
1: everything. Well, it was just before it was happening. We went to our first lesson, and it was like putting some of the toys they had in his mouth. And I'm like, oh Jesus Christ! soaking in chlorine. Just like, yeah, it's all right. He yeah, probably he's probably like, him under for you a bit.
0: Any time we go into the pool, yeah, he loves it. He loves the pool and stuff. People so. pissing in it and baby that, piss and, yeah, and toddler
1: I, piss. I and... think we will get him in a few. I was like, uh, you know, the the sports groups well yeah let's start that once that all kicks off again but it's like yeah I think that's a that's a different one I don't know I'm glad he's kind of this young though yes it It won't be too much of an impact it is because I feel sorry for the kids maybe in like VCE or who are a bit younger to kind of get it but not understand it so they just get the fear of it Mm. like they just like they just don't
0: know uncertainty I I swear though if I was younger say I was like 16 and I was going through COVID-19 when I was 16 doom eternal came out Oh yeah, <laughs> that that
1: that would be it, man. That would be that it. Was, yeah. That would be it. I tell you what, I've allocated my time at night. I think I've got about two, three hours of uh, Call of Duty Warzone.
0: Well, wow. so it's uh, yeah. Me and Josh have started a pretty sweet team. It's, it's pretty amazing. We're great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been I've been watching twenty minutes of The Simpsons a night, one episode. It's <laughs> it. got the Disney Plus. It's got them all on there. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. they did a, they did a Futurama and uh, Simpsons crossover. Yeah, yeah. It, Pretty good. Yeah. Crossovers normally suck. I'm sure if this sure, good. Watches them anymore, but it's cool. You don't watch them? No. Nah. Oh, man. <laughs> You're missing out. So, Adrian. Yes. Science is the new religion. <laughs> Tell me about it, Mark. So, what you have, like back in what, the 1800s, right? Yep. You had the church and you had the, the state or the king, I should say, right? So, basically, the church would say, listen to your king. And then the king would say, make sure you go to church, mm-hmm. right? And then the church would also say, well, it is the the king was selected by God and this is the way of God, so you must listen to your king. And anyone who went out of that was ostracized. And more than that, they were told that their soul would burn in hell. So you had to listen to your king because it was a moral obligation of uh, your soul. It was this higher force. You have to listen to the king. So if the king said, we're going to raise taxes, you would say, well, that's, that's the will of God. Yes, I will accept these taxes because if I don't accept these taxes, God will spike me down. Okay. Right? Modern day version of that is the state, okay, the government and the media. So with media and government, media, you know, whatever it is, the media station, Rupert Murdoch, whoever it is, gets on the phone to the politicians. What are you doing for us? Right? Politicians are saying, well, we need coverage. Okay, we'll give you coverage, but what are you going to do for us? Well, we'll give you this and this. Okay, maybe I want this and this. Okay, well, we will, we'll, and you see this in America, right? You've got the, the networks that support Hillary and you know, the Democrats mm. uh, and you've got the networks that support Republicans. You know, what was it like Fox is a Republican network. I'm not uh, sure the, the Democratic networks, but you, you've got that. So you've got politicians who now are essentially your Kings and uh, you've got the media, your, your networks, and this includes Facebook, and this includes, you're, you're not yeah. Google so, or YouTube, obviously, but it certainly includes Facebook uh, because Facebook do determine what, what you basically see. What well, I found it, that during the election, they would favour their
1: preference in terms of if they were left leaning, they would favour left leaning posts that were positively supporting that game,
0: same, the negative. Co- correct. So it's not objective, right? So then what I have, what, you know, my uh, philosophy and the way I view it now. Is in the world of today, right? You know, 2020, yep. we have the influencer, right? The influencer. And the influencer is the the person on uh you know social media. Or well, it's not even the influence. Today actually it's it's even more so. It's like science as a whole. And there mm-hmm. was something that I got sent that I yeah, want to. You kind of see the media having a fallback now of the whole fake news. Oh, yeah. And Trump yeah. is hilarious. <laughs> I, don't know if you've ever seen I love he's... anything that pisses him off. Yeah, he, he, he was
1: Directly the best one, he was, he's, he's so funny to watch. He's so he's
0: funny. He, funny. He, he got put into politics and I think his opening speech. I'm not answering any questions from CNN, yeah, they're yeah. fake news. They're fake, fake news. Yeah. But <laughs> I do, before we, we digress into a different issue, I want to read out something that was sent to me just recently, which said uh, in the past, basically the headline of it is editor in chief of the world's best known medical journal says, half of all the literature is false. Quotation marks, science has taken a turn towards darkness. Now, uh, in the past few years, more professionals have come forward to share such truth that for many people provide difficult to swallow. One such authority is Dr. Richard Horton, the current editor-in-chief of The Lancet, considered to be one of the world's most respected peer-reviewed medical journals. Dr. Horton recently published a statement declaring that a lot of the published research is in fact unreliable at best, if not completely false. And this is huge. When I read this, I was like, "Fuck, this is, this is a big deal. And I don't think people have seen this. But he went on the record to say, the case against science is straightforward. Much of the scientific literature, perhaps half, may be simply untrue. Afflicted by studies with small sample sizes, tiny effects, invalid exploratory analysis, and fragrant conflicts of interest, together with an obsession for pursuing fashionable trends of dubious importance, science has taken a turn towards darkness. Now, if that wasn't enough, uh, chief editor of the New England Journal, uh, Marcella. Angela uh, is considered another one of the most uh, world's prestigious journals, also made her view quite known on the on the topic and said, it is simply no longer possible to believe much of the clinical research that is published or to rely on the judgment of trusted physicians or authorities medical guidelines. I take no pleasure in the conclusion which I reached slowly and reluctantly over my two decade uh, decades as editor of the New England Journal of Medicine. Now, the reason why I wanted to get onto this and say like science is the new religion, is because what people do now is if you go against, let's say the science. Now we see it all the time in our industry, right? With calories in versus calories out. If you even present, you know, there's gut issues at play or you mm. say, this is someone's immune system. It's not just about calories. You say, well, "You must be an idiot. So instead of it being a, a attack on our souls and our enlightenment of going to he- uh, heaven or hell, right? People attack us through science and say, you must be an idiot. You are or you're one of those. Oh, you're an anti-vaxxer. This is the evidence. I'm I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I want to know the truth. But when, say, for example, in the example of of vaccinations, when you make it- you're not allowed to report vaccination injuries and you're not even allowed to talk about it or bring it up. And if you say, hey, you know that when there's a vaccination injury doesn't get reported, well, you're an anti-vaxxer. No, nothing to do with anti-vaxxer. What does that come with the the, like, it's like, how do we know if it's directly related to- I just want to know the truth. I don't care who has the answer as long as I get to know it, right? And that's what science is. That's what it's supposed to be. So when I say it's it's now morphed into this thing of when we, we, we have credible research and science, that's what we need to get back to without the agenda of pushing forward of the way it's supposed to be or the way we think it is, or allowing the corporations to manipulate, whether it's the food or the big farmer, manipulate the research and data to push an agenda of making money. It's, it's not, that's not science. And I think more scientists, more people, more consumers, more clinicians need to stand up against this nonsense because it's intolerable. its We might as well go back. I mean, if that is the way forward for the scientific community, we well, might as well go back to church Get on our knees and pray to a god uh, and hope for the best. Yeah, but most most studies
1: have to be funded for somewhere. Like they, all, all studies have to be funded for somewhere. And it they, no, to they be just made don't
0: clear. And there is made clear where there yeah. is an. And, it and is, that's when it's it eventually said. you can't
1: base your, um, I guess, your judgment off a single study. And that's why they have things like meta-analysis, where it's like a, a whole control group of studies on the subject, and it's like this many are suggesting that.
0: Oh, 100% agree, 100% agree.
1: So with all these studies, that's kind of like, and they need to fit a certain criteria as well. Again, there's still gonna be heaps that are probably not relevant or miss certain things, particularly when it comes to, even if we like put it in in our industry, if we're doing studies on um, training and how someone, you know, glute activation drills and things like that, it's like, well, who's the person being trained? Are they general pop? Are they someone who Correct. context you know versus I mean? content? Yeah, exactly 100%. right. It's like uh, it's like that might that that is pointing that way, but is that relevant? But there's this, like, o- this over reliance,
0: yeah. and this is what I'm saying: is that people are using taking that study yeah. and then saying this is the gospel according to science. Yeah. when they haven't actually taken all the facts. Well, I and think that, yeah, blinded. it's definitely a
1: dangerous thing. We can't follow. It any is one
0: study that comes out. It's why
1: you kind of need to take a step back, and it's like this is where I think the uh, the whole even something like a a, a vegan agenda comes from. It's like, well, meat is bad for you. It's a clear cut, this study said so. And it's like, well, no, when they looked into it, when they do like a, uh, uh, where is it? It's like a- Meta-analysis? Not meta-analysis where it's like a a population, like an observation of uh, a group of people. What's the word I'm looking for? I'm not sure, observational study. No, it's not observational. It's like but a, this is
0: this is also what I'm talking about, though, right? So you have the king of, let's say, carnivorous diets and you epidemiology. Have, sorry, and you epidemiological have, study. And you have the king of vegans, yeah. and vegans, right? And you know, king or queen of each camp. And then both of these are then using science or said science yeah. to prop up their opinions. Yeah. And then people go, oh, well, look at the science. And then this camp is saying my science is better than yours. Yeah. This camp is saying my science is. I mean, there was no better example than that when if you heard the debate on the Joe Rogan show between oh, that was a uh, disaster James Wilkes and and uh, Chris Cresser, where basically it was a debate of yeah. my science is better than your science, yeah. which to and me was is like my God, God is better pa- than it your was God. like they appealed to higher power
1: again, like that's like but oh, God said like, to higher. This person knows better than you, so you're
0: wrong. And it was just yes. like yeah, and it was just so like, it's again, exactly my point. Instead of being, to higher instead of your which soul is like, yeah. being condemned because yeah. God is going to get you and spite you. Instead of them using yeah. you know this third party, they're using science. Oh, well, you must be simple. That was a you great example of how
1: wrong it went. You must be stupid
0: fucking movie the uh that game changes you know,
1: the game changes that was the best example of how it can go so wrong the best was in an uh, example was um i think brad schofield he did a study so an actual scientist his study was used to support their agenda and he come in and said it's like that's not even what i meant like, yeah, he, was happened happened like he was just like he's like no that's not yeah. the fucking point of it like he's like that's not what the conclusion was. It's like you've cherry picked one statement out of the whole thing. The point is the most of us don't know how to read research Correct. papers. And it's but like, and then you're picking, they're picking one study and it's like this one study said this, this one study said that. Well, overall, it's not pointing to the fact that a vegan diet is superior. It's a to like you're
0: watching what you fucking put in your mouth is superior. 100%. Yeah. So anyway, my, my point being that uh, people put a lot of reliance and when you start asking, asking questions, instead of being met with you must be an idiot, usually there's there's reasons why yeah. people ask these questions. And I think if you disarm people from the fact of having these conversations, a lot of it gets pushed underground. And certainly like when you talk about sensitive issues with vaccinations, I think one of the reasons why that's sensitive is because children are involved. yeah and but when you we push down, I think really there needs to be a lot more of a level-headed to and throw getting the top people in the world at these topics, giving them forums like YouTube or whatever it is and actually get them to have an open discussion and come together and think without corporations, I know I live in a very idealistic way this would mm. be, but actually coming to the truth, I think that would be- I just a,
1: don't think even like some people just always, you can't change someone's mind. Like I'm not going to sit here and debate a vegan because we're at the end of the day, we're just both going to end up pissed off. You can off. discuss with a vegan. What's that? You can discuss with a vegan. Can I? But they'll still think they're wrong at the end of the day. But it's not necessarily, <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, True. Yeah, it's just like yeah. it's
1: like yeah. What's what are we to discuss? It's like you do your thing, you do mine. Just don't make me do. Your but then thing. again, this has come back to my point that people are going to be using science as a religion. Yeah, and and pushing it. It's like you need to do this because this. Says yes, that.
0: because science said so. Yeah. So, so you think it's now a science? Uh, what is it? Government and science state. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, that's that's a big part of it too, right? The government props up what we were, well, this is facts. But I think that's a better thing than relying on religion to prop up your other side. It's well, like it's as long as if they're doing it in still the right way. smoke and mirrors If though. it's like- Because it if it's though? the science is fake, if they purposely falsified data, which often happens-
1: Oh, I think that's a big one to go down. Like that's a, that's a big what if, and I'm sure it's definitely going to happen, but I think on the whole, it's a better option well, than saying- I mean, saying, if you look
0: at what well, genetically modified foods, that, that is what happens. You know, they passed the bill rapidly. It was the, the the chairman of what uh, Monsanto then became the chairman of the FDA? Ran out, passed the bill, and then went back to the the Monsanto and yeah. became on the board of Monsanto. And it was this revolving door between the FDA and Monsanto to get bills passed. Yeah, which is very scary. And that's and that's certainly the science and the, the things that the reports of things that had to get uh, approved needed two years, three years of trialing and testing. But instead, it was dumped in and said, "You need to review these." Today, oh, when are they due? Yeah. Today? Well, that that ain't happening today. That's yeah. where the science gets scary, yeah. And that's where people say, "Oh, you must be a tin hat wearing." Well, hang on, it's not tin hat wearing when there is a line and there yeah, is. Yeah, I think uh, it's like anything that you should always uh, side
1: on the caution of, uh, or it's like be skeptical even of the, you know what I mean? Yes. Of the of be skeptical of what's presented to you, and it's just like okay, it's like if it, but, if it's presented enough
0: then it's obviously pointing in the right direction. Be skeptical, but don't always have a default mechanism of yeah. pointing to the other side and assuming that they're wrong because they don't believe the same as you. Yeah, exactly right. You need to come at it with yeah. an open mind. it's vegans, oh, well. they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, uh, maybe we, we switch gears into the final topic of today. What is it? Yeah, you tell me, this is all you, Mark. This is all me, it's all yeah. me, huh? I thought it was all you. Is it?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Fitness industry, what's happening? Are we all fucked? Uh, <laughs> wow. My biggest concern, this is my biggest concern, yeah, is that COVID-19 has made people scared of people. Okay. Now, I don't necessarily think this is the case, no. but I did go to the supermarket and the thought did cross my mind where I saw this woman, she had white gloves on, a hat, sunglasses and a white face mask and I was just buying some butter. And there was this girl behind me, she was waiting for me to move, she wasn't. Far away from me. She was waiting for me to move, just being polite. Got my butter. She walked past, she said, oh, you can go past. You no, 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 no. Just freaked out, freaked out. I'm like, this girl, lady, older woman, whatever it was, she was freaked out at human contacts. And I was like, wow, that is some shit, man. Yeah, that is yes. that is some shit. And I think there were some people who potentially after this is going to be freaked out by human contact. Yeah, this will change a lot of people, the way they interact. So with I, I think on, on on one side, you'll have people who are like, yeah, it's fine. You know, there's mm-hmm. more more uh, risk of me getting in a car accident or, or doing something else. So that, yeah. that's one side of the coin. I think the other side is people are going to be freaked out. So as it relates yeah. to the fitness industry, I think we probably will go through a lull. Um, I, I don't, I think the ones who who want to train will certainly come back and can't wait. Yeah. And things will be, I mean- certainly- I'm getting that vibe. I'm, th- I'm like a lot of people are missing it. Yeah, And I
1: think um, I am thinking that a lot of people will kind of take this time as like, oh, I am actually at risk like this. Yes. This is targeting smokers, it's targeting diabetics, anyone with liver issues and it's like, oh, fuck. I it's like, oh, that's me, I'm, I smoke, I drink, I'm nearly diabetic. I'm like, I will die if I get this thing. So it's like, I need to change my lifestyle habits because this is like, you know what I mean? Even though they're probably on the same path that they were going to be whether they got COVID or not, they're still at the same risk of getting any other disease that's going to make them sure, sick huh? and potentially die. But now it's
0: just like, oh shit, big slap in the face. So we, we've certainly taken a lull. Or we've certainly taken a hit. Yeah. The fitness everyone is taking a hit, right? You that's know, yeah. It's that's everyone. Yeah. So- the, the question is when we re, when when gyms are allowed to reopen, will there be a spike? Uh, well, I think it'll be January 1st. The only way is up for us, yeah. right? The yeah. only way is up. It, it really is. Uh, we, we can't get any, like this is the worst thing that could yeah. happen to the fitness community really or that, you know, gyms everywhere is, is closing, being forced to yeah. close. So. I genuinely think it'll,
1: it'll be flooded with all the main goers. Mm. Like they'll, they'll be like rearing to get back in.
0: The, the only thing I see with personal training though is a lot of, people dropping their pants. And what I mean by that is, I think you'll see a lot of uh, trainers who are nervous price slashing. Okay, yeah, Uh, to get people- Correct, you know, if they're charging, whatever they're charging, they, they put it in half or whatever, and then they're stuck with clients. And this is more on, I suppose, a high level uh, strategies. They're yep. stuck with clients who are underpaying them. Yeah, uh, not paying their full rates, and they're actually business is going to turn over less. Yeah, they're going to try they, and ramp it up. If, yeah. if the market stayed true and just said, you know, that these are my rates, and we'll go back, and this people, I think, will pay it. But look, the unpredicted abilities is this: the unpredictability is, is people, as always. Um, people losing their jobs is yep. the money. So people might want to train, but yeah. do they have the, the financial means? Uh, Will things like personal training go into the basket of a luxury item? Mm. Will uh, I mean gyms go into the basket of like people going outdoors and they say oh, I actually prefer outdoors now. Like mm. I, I don't think that's true. I think people, everyone who, who's who's kind of I born from the gym yeah. and then you know ends up doing like a barbell workout or whatever it is. Yeah, they also oh fuck I've missed this is this. so much better. Right? Yeah. This is so much better. So everyone's like oh I love it outside and then they go into the gym like oh this is so much better. Yeah. Um. So I I think people will quickly adapt. So yeah, look, um businesses on a whole let's hope let's hope for the spike that's Mm. what what i want to see and if we get a spike awesome you know off to the races we go but are are we fucked i don't i don't i don't think we are only as fucked as long as we're closed yeah i think once we're open we can we can manage the fact that everyone's in the same boat though i think that makes
1: it easier on the industry as well yes correct yes because it's it's a level playing field yeah it's not like a, a business who wasn't getting no one's showing up Yes. And they're just alone. It's just like, well, it's not your fault. This you know what I mean? It's True, like, correct. Yeah. It's not like some gyms
0: can open and some gyms can't. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So yeah, I'm 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 expecting to see a spike. I know I'll be raring to get back in, but obviously it's uh something I'm all about though.
0: Yes. Yes, it will be interesting times. Yeah.
1: Other questions about business? Um yeah. What personal trainers should do during COVID? Mm. What should we do? I've
0: what done. Do, I've done quite a few now? group calls and yeah. pack and stuff on this. So, you know, play within the rules. Um, mm-hmm. You can still do park sessions. So nothing like a few of my my coaching students are really got on their grill about this. But what should they do is if they haven't already, man, call every single client and let them know that just because the gym's closed, that they have they don't have to stop training. Like, yeah. get them in the park. Yeah. And the first week they might say no. That's fine. Call mm. them the second week. That's fine. Call them again, third week, fourth yeah. week. Fifth I that's week. What they're fine. They're raring to get out now. And it's like, yeah, okay, because yeah, I need pe- it. people were like, you know, when this happened, it's like, oh, yeah, three weeks, I won't train. And then it's like, no, nah, no, it's not going to be three. It's going to be six weeks. Oh, it's going to yeah, be a week. Yeah, as weeks. soon as that happened, it was it's just like, a- oh, fuck, man, I, I better adjust to this. Yep. And, and then speaking people's language, you know, it's mm. like, um, I get it. You're at home. Address Mm -hmm. the elephant in the room. You're not doing anything. You're in isolation. You're probably getting fatter, Mm. right? You're probably eating the wrong foods. It's easy to do nothing. It's so easy to do nothing right now. And you're having these personal conversations with your clients and explaining, like it's absolutely easy to do nothing. Um, I'm going to encourage you, well, don't do that because it was Will Smith who said, it's a lot easier to stay ready than it is to get ready. Mm. So in saying that, Focus on staying ready, yep. keeping that routine. Okay, the gym's not the same. It's not the same as when we you know, yeah. train in the gym and you're not able to do heavy squats and all that, but you are able to get a workout. You're able to keep that routine. You're able yep. to keep that sanity. So let's keep that going. Yeah. And really, I think your clients for personal trainers actually need their trainer even more during this period, mm. not less. So it's actually- a place to the lean. accountability
1: aspect is lean the biggest into thing, it, right? right? Don't
0: don't lean out, lean into it. Get on the phone call. I I, I said to one of my um, students in in my mentoring group, I said, uh, "What are you doing?" He said, "You know, I'm doing, I'm redoing my logo." Okay, "That's great. Logos don't make you money. You know what does make you money? Calling people." Mm. Call your clients, and I said you have to give me a report by seven o'clock. How many clients you've called, and how many have taken you up on that park offer? He Called back, he said seven of my clients have taken me up on my park offer. Mm. You know, uh, in dollar dollar value, you know, obviously that's a few dollars a, a week extra yeah. that he made out of nothing that he wasn't early. So mm. I think the default for trainers, uh, I think the default for people is to do nothing, mm. and I think and wait it out, sitting, hiding, play going in hiding. The rules. Like, yeah, yeah, you can get your clients online. You can do a Skype workout. Mm-hmm. You can do group workouts for your clients. You can do park workouts for your clients. Yeah. You can still play within the rules, which is perfectly fine. And, and that's yeah. that's what I would say, you know, the gold standard right now is to have a face-to-face client yeah. one-on-one in the park. That would be the gold standard. Yeah. Down below that is you're doing online training. So either training and they got a home set up and they get on and look, you know, if I was a consumer and I wasn't doing my workouts and that, that would be a godsend, right? To have my trainer actually hold me accountable at seven o'clock, mm. I have to stop my day and I have to train right? Um, because otherwise I'm not gonna do it, right? Mm. But my trainer, is oh, there, I'm not gonna do nothing. Oh, he told me to do some squats. Yeah, I got to report to him at the end of yeah, the day. Yeah, I got to, like to do day something. Day. And I feel so much better from doing that, right? Yeah. It's actually worth the price of investments for just the accountability factor mm. and to have someone do to break my routine because it is, it is unbelievably easy right now yeah. to do absolutely nothing. As and in a, terms as of person. coaches,
1: it's a good chance for them to work on how to keep them accountable when they're not with you in the gym is to work on those procedures and their reporting structures, like we do our check-ins here. 100%. It's like now they're like, oh, actually, like now I get to see how I can set them up properly. So it's like now I've got to, now I've got to work on how that what they're doing outside of the gym.
0: Yeah, the other thing that's very important for trainers is you want to keep all your clients marinating, cooking mm. at this time. So you know it's not about necessarily giving them the same service because you know you're not able to do that. Yep. Um, but it's about when we open, they're engaged. Yep. And they're ready. They're yeah. not thinking, oh, too hard. Yeah. You know, it's actually you've kept them, you've kept them going, you've kept them engaged, you've kept them. On track to the to the best yeah. that you can right now because as you said mm. at the start of this conversation around uh, Tron the, the analogy of the Tron yeah, yeah, whatever you yeah. call it uh, factor I, uh, we're just going the kinetic with the energy, right yeah, we're so we're it's like, right okay we change bit. direction let's just keep going yeah. and then when we open it's a lot easier than pivot yeah. if you do nothing then you've stopped momentum so yeah, it doesn't exactly make any right. sense to do nothing keep those park sessions yeah. keep online regularly contact weekly I mean you're not doing the same amount of sessions you've got time yeah. on your hands you should be calling every client at least once one, a week.
1: Year, but body weight is going to keep them as well injury preventing as well it's like if you just let them sit at home doing nothing and they're doing that they're gonna come in tight they're gonna come in and you're gonna have to go through that whole process of 100%. going through the structural balance this is a great time to lay foundations of that physical strength get them comfortable get them feeling the muscle groups a lot more get them you know in control in a push-up there's a great chance like how many people can there do the pistol squat how many people can do a chin-up there's plenty of things to work on just body weight of things to work yeah
0: and even if just at a very simple level, everyone can stretch. Yeah. You know? Oh, fuck. even though, like
1: Doing that gymnastic body stretch routine.
0: Yeah. It's fucked. It's not
1: a stretch routine. It's fucked. It's a workout. It's so fucked.
0: It's a workout. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. Love it. So that, that would be my, my overall tips. Mm. And um, I would resist <laughs> the urge to do anything major in business right now. Um, I know some people are thinking about, oh, now's the time to open up my second shop or close my shop or yeah. whatever it is. I think uh, either way. Or completely change the business model Exactly like go, right. Yeah. I think that's probably the one of the worst things you can do. Because, you know, the truth is when you're thinking of business, what you want to do is you want to go out to the market and ask the market what they want. You know, mm. I had thoughts about enterprise around, you know, maybe I should change what we're doing or change the model or do this, or maybe we should do it this and this differently. And and mm. you know, I spoke to one of my friends and he's like, Man, ask the market. I'm like, man, it's such a good point. Because I don't even know what the market is because I'm isolated. I'm so out of touch. Yeah, I'm not yeah, speaking yeah. to people going, Hey man. What do you want? Mm. And when you get on the phone and you talk to people and it all calms down and you see people face to face and Yeah, they then, all want to get back in. They all want to get back. in. And then the fog yeah. moves. You can yeah. say, hey man, what do you I want to do PT? I want to do one on one. I don't need to change shit. Yeah. I don't need to change shit. I just needed to wait. That's all I yeah. needed to do. Yeah, just and that needed was a, to wait. Yeah. And that was the other thing
1: with like uh, building those uh, you know the online workout videos we we're just filming before. Mm. It's like now I'm not calling them just for isolation. It's like when someone goes away on holiday, bang, you've that's got awesome. a video to send Travel guide, travel guy guide now. Yeah, that's what it is. Evergreen. Yeah, exactly right. It's something that we can now, it's like, oh, great, I don't have to now show them in the session how to do these bodyweight exercises. It's like, boom,
0: videos, videos. Okay, and the so other thing I'll off. say for a lot of trainers is now's is a great time to learn. Yeah. You know, I've got, you know, my sales mastery course, I've got my Wolfpack online resource, business course that I provide trainers with. And it's like, you know, I've got one guy in my group who is going through all my material. And yeah. there's no doubt when he gets back, he's ready. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like uh, in Batman Begins, I'll use this analogy, right? You know, Bruce Wayne is Bruce Wayne and then he goes and he wants to be more he wants to be someone else right mm. he wants to be the Batman and he goes with Rajal Ghul and he lives yep. with criminals and he purposely gets thrown in the world's worst prison yep. and he learns how to fight and he puts himself in these positions he blocks himself down he learns all these things to then go back to his Gotham City and be the Batman and yeah. be, you know overcome and it's the same thing now in biz- for businesses everywhere not just trainers but this side of lockdown is your lockdown, How you emerge out of this, you can be the Dark Knight, mm. rising to save Gotham City and fight another day, and be at a completely different level. Or you can say, "Poor mm. me," and do jack shit and yeah. go back to the bit of Bane and try and blow everything up. Cool. So, but, um, should we leave it there, Adrian? Yeah, that's
1: done. All right, so Had let's enough do of it. you already. Back into isolation. Fuck off.
0: Let's, <laughs> let's let's do our let's do our, our roundup. Um, yeah,
1: awesome. Good All seeing right. you again. Yes, likewise. Back to uh, isolation. What's your Instagram? Uh, Adrian underscore
0: Feranda. You want people to follow you?
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah, let Give people us follow. You. I and, post uh, things occasionally when I feel yeah, like so it. So don't
0: worry about following him. Follow me <laughs> at Mark Ottobre. It's M-A-R-K-O-W-T-O-B-R-E. <laughs> uh, but of course, one, one place you definitely should follow is follow Adrian, follow me and follow Enterprise at Enterprise Fitness Melbourne. Uh, if you haven't subscribed already, what are you doing? Hit subscribe. Definitely subscribe on YouTube to all our great clips. Adrian's done a- Video series that's coming out very soon. What is that? Yes, the uh, the workouts you're talking about. Yeah, tell us about yeah, that.
1: yeah the workouts. So they're going to be for our online and park training clients. So just so they have something to reference and they can learn the movements at home.
0: Yeah, so so instead
1: of just writing the program and then trying to back and forth between their coach, it has the to, to kind of
0: uh, streamline. Yeah, streamline. Yeah. So it's like we're well, providing a, it as a resource on YouTube for everyone. Are we? Yeah. Okay. Our whole our whole YouTube. Communities. Oh, nice! So it'll be great. So make sure you subscribe for that one. Adrian didn't even know that. He's like, I thought it was just for clients. No, no, we're uh, we're we're putting it on YouTube. So make sure this is why you want to subscribe. So subscribe. Mm-hmm. We've got some good stuff coming down the traps. So hit that button, subscribe.